The Cleveland Moto Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped Lawn Mower 4.0. Here we are, it's Cleveland Moto Podcast, episode number 340, 40, 40, 40, 40, light them up boys, there you go, whatever you got, by all means, uncork it, pop it, light it, pour it, drink the shit, and yes, we have the, oh, I love that sound, God, that sound is so good. We got a full it house tonight, good. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, we, yes, we do. To my right, we have... Johnny Mac. And he's drinking a... Dark and stormy. Yeah, I've, I'm drinking a leftover Lining Kugels. Those Natter Days... The Natter Days that wouldn't die. The Christmas oil of oh, Natter yeah. Days, the Hanukkah oil. We have one Natter Day left in the mini fridge. Oh, my oh, goodness. One. Uh, that was it. Uh, I listened to the NoCo Moto podcast, mm-hmm. and they still had one. <laughs> so it was pretty good. They just don't uh, die. Leftover. Uh, so I don't know how Pete didn't die. I don't know. You got the tall boy. The, the, the all-day Natter Days. And my yeah. beer. To my left is? Oscar. Oscar is uh, hot on the heels of the Buffalo Rally. Yes. We we'll are. talk about that. Um, and then to his left, Dan Kropke, who apparently made a stop at Binnie's Beverage in Chicago. I did not go to oh, Binnie's. You didn't go to Binnie's. Oh. I bought all the liquor and beer in Minnesota and Wisconsin. <laughs> I found everything I was looking for and more. There was no need to go to Binnie's. You didn't have to go to Binnie's. Did you loot it in Minnesota or did you buy it? I bought it. Oh, yeah. I figured you just follow the looters then. And <laughs> so I, t- I did take a look at your haul, the picture of your haul, which was. Impressive. How many bottles were in your hall? I didn't count them. You didn't. But <laughs> there were there were six rows of bourbon. Yeah. One row of scotch, and then one row of various. There had to be twenty five bottles minimum. Like probably. Oh, I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was might even been a little north of that. Yeah, yeah. And then multiple, multiple, multiple racks of beer. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whole big boxes of beer. So okay. People who saw the picture. Dollar amount. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I and say I'd say, it. fuck that going over. Just whoever can get closest. I say 3500 bucks. I'm going to say 4300 Okay. I'm going to say 1750 Okay. 1900 All right. What'd you got? How much was it? Twenty seven eleven. Oh, we're gonna say twenty five. Yeah, that's that's twenty seven eleven. Largely because of this, <laughs> Old Forester hundred proof. It's the new Johnny Drum. I recommend it to everyone. Cheap I drinking. Mean, this is twenty five dollars in Wisconsin after tax if you buy six. Oh my oh. god! <laughs> Wisconsin's like we don't want you to be slightly hammered. Yeah, you have to be really hammered. Hundred octane, twenty five bucks a bottle after taxes. And I found them in the handles as well. I you got did. six yeah. of the handles yeah. were like $40 for, for, handle. for a wow. handle. That's, That's a, a whole lot of happiness for not very much money. That is economy so, drinking. fans of Dan and or brown liquor, <laughs> yeah. um, there is a, there's a, a series on Netflix called The Great Heist. Yeah. And they do one about uh, the brown liquor. It's the, the, the patties or the, uh, oh, man, what is the name of the one distillery in Kentucky? Um but they had like a 20... Pappy McDaniels? Pappy yeah, McDaniels. Right. They had a 20-year-old Pappy McDaniels. All right. And the guys were like, they found him in the test room, so they started shoving him down their pants. Oh, God. And then the bottles, because some Hollywood celebrity did something, they were selling for 6000 bucks a bottle. Yeah. So this dude started like kind of five-fingering them. And then the, the guys that started buying that said, we want more. So we had another friend that worked at a different distillery right. down there, and they were pumping out barrels to this guy. And he yeah. was selling barrels for five grand a piece. Yeah. 
And he got popped. I think he, he ended up selling $1.3 million of bootleg fucking booze on the side. Nice. Don't worry, boys. We'll make more. Yeah, yeah. And to his left is... Uh, Steve Sleepy. And to his left... Steve Hoffer. And... Chris Smith. And... Uh, Commissioner Gordon, I was abducted on Brook Park Road. <laughs> got dropped off out front. <laughs> Here I am. So, and dark and stormy. And he, got, and he brought he brought all the ingredients for a proper dark and stormy, which is yeah. fucking awesome. I got to admit, after AMA Vintage Days, it did take me a second to be like, you know, I could go for a bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> Man, my bourbon tank was full. Yeah. <laughs> my cup runneth over like a motherfucker. John was protesting at one point. Yeah. He was like, we saw people walking up toward us with bottles. He's like, that better not be bourbon, I man. better be wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We did. Uh, but thank you for everybody who oh, did yeah. bring us brown yeah. liquor. I know yeah. I shit talk brown liquor a lot. But, you know, I always seem to end up putting it down the pipe. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else likes it. There was none spilled on the ground at all. No. Yeah. No, but John did become the bourbon fairy. He did. He, he walked around and we handed out quite a bit. He, uh, he managed to share the wealth for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. somebody brought us a, a bottle of Kirkland. I hats off to no, you. No. By the way, he didn't bring us a bottle of Kirkland. He showed us a bottle of Kirkland. Oh, and then he drank it. Oh, I, I took a few. <laughs> I took a few snorts on it. I I, okay. I portioned out a bit, but it it was very interesting because you know it's such a distinctive bottle. It's about eleven feet tall. <laughs> yes, tall. Yes, it doesn't fit on any shelf anywhere. No, and uh, you buy that by height apparently at Costco, <laughs> and. Uh, it just fills the card up so nice, but it did. Um, I did notice that he wasn't sharing that too much. He right. was he was proud of it, and he wasn't it wasn't making it very far from his mouth. I walked over yeah. like I'm going to grab one of these nice bottles of bourbon to walk around with and yeah. share with some people. Right, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I grabbed that, and I it's was like, still it's delicious bourbon. I mean, there no complaint about the bourbon. It was completely serviceable. I guess I wanted something that had a little more retail value. Yeah, on you the wanted street, something you know? that had a little more like <laughs> I'm going to impress you. Like, yeah. I'm going to impress you just a little bit. The uh, did you see Mac Johnny Mac walked up with the fucking Costco bourbon? Costco yeah. bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. What's next? The Cheap Walmart. Ass, son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Uh, could you, Dan, could you tell me real quick about the Rebel Distillers Collection? Because that's a weeded. Well, I'm tasting this for the first time. I bought six of those as mm -hmm. well. Yep. It's, um, it's a Rebel. 50, <laughs> 50, a six pack. 56 and a half percent right. alcohol. 113 octane. Yep. I have decided that I do like a weeded bourbon yeah. better. Yep. And this is great value, 36 bucks after tax. There you go. Yeah, that's, and I like the idea that we've turned from just being like, wow, Blow me away with how much money you spent, too. We have completely Cleveland motoed the shit out of this. We're saying, uh, okay, it's not just is it good. It has to be good, but also cheap. And that's pretty consistent for us. Like, that's yeah. our that's kind of our MO is it's got to be good, but affordable. If you're, if, you're good and cheap. if you're a bourbon type alcoholic, we can save you money with this. That's the idea, right? <laughs> so, yeah. so this one was less than a buck a percentage. That's right. Buck yeah. a CC. Buck a CC. <laughs> no, it's a nickel a CC. Yeah, there definitely you go. definitely <laughs> under a buck a CC on that one, for sure. Uh, I mean, I, that to me, that is... That's a lot of fun. I like mean, a lot of dough under a buck. It is exactly right. So, yeah. so Phil, we got back. Yeah. And then we skipped last week because we did because everybody was crazy. Everybody has but something going so, on. So, but so you went to Mid Ohio. I did. And Oscar. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then you guys got home and had Rebel Rousers here for a day. Yep. Then you guys jetted off or drove off. We to drove to Denver because it's still. If you're going to go to Denver, trust me, folks. The only way to go to Denver is to drive. Uh, Nebraska is just gorgeous this time of year. Uh, I, I love Nebraska. I'm, <laughs> you love everything. Runzos. I can see yeah. you. <laughs> There's, yes, Runzis, exactly. Right. Um, where are we going to get a burger? 
what the fuck is Arunzas? Yeah, but uh, that that corn husker state, like it was the it only time on. it does go on. It's like Montana with less scenery. It's just it's Montana but flatter. It's it just does fucking proceed. But on it's forever. windy. Well, we did find an amazing steakhouse um, that was made of every animal in the room. And uh, what was that place called? Oh, fuck. Alan Elo's Elo's maybe Elo's Steakhouse. Like that. Right. Yeah. So it was, it was literally Nebraska. made out of animal. Like it was the, taxidermied. The timbers were to bone. Fuck. Like yeah. Everything. Was yeah. Yeah. It was with hides stretched over it. Oh, there was every fucking dead animal you could ever think of. That's somebody's getting somebody's getting a little spicy through my headphones. The, uh, but that is that was one of those places where uh, there was no question about it when we got in there that we were in a fucking taxidermied heaven. Like as, as soon as you walk in, the first yeah. thing you see is a. It's polar o- bear. I'm sorry. It's Ole's. 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 Yeah. Polar Ole's. bear stomping on a baby seal. Yes. He's not shitting you. Not that's, just that's a, the front. Yeah. Would not you, just a polar bear, but a polar bear <laughs> having his way with a baby seal. Like every mount in this place was was done with a sort of a sense of, well, I'll bet you can't do one of those. And the taxidermist was like. Stand the fuck back. Um, Hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. Hold my beer. I'm about to do something stupid. They taxidermied the dumbest stuff. I swear to God, there was like a house rat or like, you know, house mouse that was taxidermied. Every freaking thing in this place. But it is, you know, we pull a picture of it up so people can see it. But no, absolutely not shitting thou. When you're driving across Nebraska, there's precious little to do. And this place gets five fucking stars. This dude was driving past through yeah, yeah, Nebraska. Yeah, that's, that's Nebraska. You know what? Do you not care about safety? No, I'm ready to end it all. I'm going to take my pants that's off. I'm going to take my shoes Nebraska. off. That's, I'm going to do it all. But there is no question at all that Ole's, um, Ole's Tavern, Ole's Grill, whatever they want to call it, Ole's earns the absolute Steve Hoffert three stars of approval. There's no, it was the right place to stop. I, I still feel strongly like. How'd you find it? Um, we had said that we were leaving Denver that minute, and one of our friends who delivers motorcycles cross country and motor scooters and stuff cross country said, Oh, if you're going across Nebraska anyway, you've got to stop at Ole's. And then our friend who runs a shop in Denver, Colin, uh, Colin said, Yeah, you got to go. There's just no missing it. So it just worked out perfectly, and that's that's the man. That's Ole, and uh, he he killed that bear with with a stern look, and <laughs> that bear didn't have a chance. And he killed the seal too by fucking it, uh, and so that's why the seal's in the position it's in. I see the weird look on its face too. You do, yeah, exactly, yeah. That yeah, bear, that, that the bear's st- like, stop fucking my seal. Because yeah. <laughs> that was a story, right? That the guy was actually a hunter. No, the guy was crazy went hunting all around in the case world. You and got over yeah, yeah, in case you didn't know whether or not you could make money selling beer in Nebraska. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're right next to a big granary with like seven silos. And apparently, this guy took the entire city's money and spent it flying off to exotic locations and shooting things. And everywhere he went was like a seaplane or, you know, a team of muskies or huskies taking him all the way across some barren strait to go shoot something. And that ain't cheap, man. That, that wasn't cheap in 1940s dollars. So, yeah, apparently right after World War II, when he came back, he decided to deprive a, a, a region of Nebraska of their money <laughs> using alcohol. 
And he did. And it paid. And that place is like, you know, you think about all the poor people that before us went into that bar and emptied their fucking wallets. So that guy could go shoot a fucking koala bear. Like, you know, that's what that guy's whole world was. What town is that near? I don't know. Let's find out. I've gone across Nebraska numerous times. Always on Route 20. Yeah. If you do that, halfway across the state, you get to visit the Clown Doll Museum. Creepy as shit. Clown Doll? <laughs> clown Doll. Oh, Clown, clown Doll. doll. Fuck. They got all these clown dolls sitting out front. It just totally panics you when you go Oh, by. yeah. <laughs> no, if you shit. keep going west from there on Route 20, you go yeah. through... Gordon, Nebraska. Uh, now, uh, I visited there back in the early 70s and planted enough seeds out there where they decided to name the town after me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, there's a bunch of weird-looking kids out there. I was going to say, did you plant seeds or did you just spray seeds on everything? <laughs> I planted them deep. Okay. Deep. You know, here's the weird thing is, yeah, I can't for the life of me. The, the funny thing is you pull something up on, you know, you pull thing something up on, Google Maps and it tells you the address right away and it doesn't tell you the address it literally just tells you 123 North Oak Street Nebraska yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is Paxton it is in Paxton there's only one city and it's yeah. Nebraska <laughs> when you call you have to say Klondike 12 exactly <laughs> it's in Paxton Nebraska and it's sort of at the little corner where uh Colorado tries to invade Nebraska. New York, it's New kind York, of in that area. Nebraska, Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's in the it's at the corner of the Panhandle. So that's it. Um, but okay. it is pretty bad. You can be out at a level of Zoom on MapQuest, or I'm sorry, on Google Maps, where it will actually show you Oli's Big Game Steakhouse and Lounge, and a Dairy Queen that's 650 miles away. <laughs> and it will, those are the only two points of interest for that particular segment of the map. In Nebraska. There's a Dairy That's Queen it. and an always, yeah, exactly. So anyway, you'll have that. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, I'm going to do the on-air read just because fuck it. Uh, by the way, we are, of course, as usual, sponsored by Manscaped. 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 It turns out it works. Um, it does work. I've, I'll I've, drink to that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Manscape. If you want to turn a no access area into an all access area, Manscape. Uh, attention, listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do we have a pube problem? <laughs> if so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Are those good for dental applications? If you have one stuck in your <laughs> Kick your pubes to the next planet with the Performance Package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code ClevelandMoto. That's all one word, folks. So I work in marketing at yeah. my current job. I'm the video guy for the marketing department. Yeah. We have meetings where we discuss, like, you know, the liner notes to some fucking flower or something. Oh, yeah. I want to know how those meetings at Manscaped, oh, yeah. like, they have a whole fucking boardroom full of people, like, well, should we call them balls? No, I thought about this last night. How about orbits? How about like, orbits? Yeah. <laughs> Love the idea. <laughs> Honey, if you could just grasp the other orbit. Yeah. And like, I mean, the HR department, how do they handle that meeting? Right. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised Manscape isn't inscribed on Blue Origins. Uh, there you go. On the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blue Origin brought to you by Manscape. Exactly. You'll notice there's no garden at the bottom of that rocket. Uh, <laughs> what I, uh, what we, um, we haven't talked at all about the weed whacker, which is the one that's up for your nose hole, right? 
So the weed whackers for the nose and the ear hole trimmers. Well, right? I don't have one yet. I know we need to get one. I, we have to make a call into Manscaped because we need to hook up on the drawers too. If man. you do the That's if you do the performance package 4.0, you do get the weed whacker. And I love this. They said it's like having a little astronaut to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and ears. Mm. A little <laughs> astronaut. Yes, exactly. It's a, a little bit fucking frightening. Or but would there that be is. an astronaut? An astronaut. <laughs> yes. From the People that brought you Ku Klux Klanscape, it's the Astrosnot. <laughs> that was for free. And because yeah, that we for free. because we include all people, we also have the Clamscape in case the Clamscape <laughs> for any any people that don't have uh, tackle and tackle. Yeah, right, right, exactly. If you don't have wedding tackles, and so I did you have an incident with my lawnmower 4.0. You did well. The wife was charging it up because we were heading to the beach. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Figured you'd take care of that right there in the sand, wouldn't you? Yeah, you know. Oh, no. Or like in, in Cleveland, just shave your legs right on the side of the pool. And right on the side of the pool. Uh. Just dip the razor right in the pool. <laughs> that, that video was awful. But, <sighs> but it actually, it would, put it on the charger, charge, 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 take it off, it wouldn't fire up. I think it may have actually been a little bit overcharged because the unit felt yeah. warm to the touch and yeah. everything. It was probably... So normal. it took yeah. a little time off the charger, and then it charged, cool down. and it went. Yeah. There's, a, there's a safety mode. You could accidentally put it in yep. safety mode where it won't turn on. Won't Maybe turn that on. was the yeah. case. That's we right. did oh, have yeah, a little right bit of issue with yep. it, but yep. it is yeah. up and safety running. Mode. Triple tap, I think? Yep, Something triple tap. Yep. Triple tap so it doesn't accidentally... And I did read the thing. It said, you triple tap on the button, and this way it won't turn on in your luggage when you're going through security. Oh, yeah. so maybe it was and security. what's pretty sweet, too, is if you move the head off yeah. and you five-tap it, it yeah. becomes a vape cartridge. <laughs> and you can just fucking <laughs> I haven't tried that yet. I haven't tried that one just But I am yet. happy that the charger base, if I unplug the charger from it, also charges my phone. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, yeah. That, is, that right there, if, not for nothing, I, in, at the Denver rally, um, I had that thing propped up on in my hotel room, and I did find out that I was like, shit, plug my phone right into that thing. So, so was, what is that, USB-C yeah. or whatever? Yep, perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code ClevelandMoto at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code ClevelandMoto at Manscaped.com. Your dick and balls need some help. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Spaceballs. Yeah. Spaceballs. Yeah. Spaceballs. Yeah. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. The shaver. Yeah. Um, interesting enough. These we are were, not the balls you're looking for. Er, earlier on, we were talking about. I just, all I want to say is that you're all assholes. We are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a, but it's a fucking well, tiny asshole. asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're smooth assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and my, and my, ain't got no fucking chocolate starfish going on me. And dingleberries don't have a chance. Is that yeah. a huge penis pump? No, my friend, I'm so glad you asked. It's a motorcycle that runs on methane or methane if <laughs> you're American. Yeah, like... this dude, straight up legit. Of course, he's Dutch. Um, God bless our Dutch friends. He's farting into the container? So, no, what he does is he's managed to rig his Honda to run on methane. And he fills up that big dick on his back with methane. And he gets the methane for free. So this is what's really cool. Um, he made what's called the sloot motor, which translates to ditch motor uh, in Dutch. And he took a Honda and he literally goes and he harvests his own methane. That's right. From a bog pond? From a bog pond. You got it. And you can look it up at www.uitscoot.nl. 
and he'll he has figured this out. He's got a little floating thing he calls the plump station instead of a pump station. The plump station. <laughs> yep, and it goes into literally goes into his bike, where his high tech injection system is literally. He's just drilled a hole in the airbox. There ain't no gas in the gas tank, or benzene in the gas tank. There is gas in the airbox. So there's still a carburetor there. There's just no gasoline going into it. It's fucking cool. cool. It is really, really cool. So check that guys out. It's uh, if you look at uh, that uitscoot.nl. It's also you know it's not hard to find if you type in plump station. Apparently, (laughs) (laughs) you'll see a Dutch guy. Um, well, you hope you're going to see a Dutch guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll see yeah. a Dutch guy who is straight up fucking legit running a Honda motorcycle on fucking methane. The wood and gas it, guys do the same thing. Yeah, like you right. just, you got to make a wood gas reactor and you just take your, you run it right to the mouth of your carburetor. Yep. I just have a little ball valve that you can sort of yep. adjust your mix. Because the carburetor still carburetes. Yep. Yep. It still controls well, the Wasn't that like the, the, who had the video of the motor and the tire? I did. And yeah. they were just squirting. Just shoot. Car- oh yeah, yeah just, yeah. just shoot starting fluid into it. Yeah, they just they literally held this the battery to a starter for a second to get to. Yep. T- 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 no t- carburetor, no nothing. carburetor, no exhaust, no nothing. Just yeah. meter the amount of starting fluid that goes into it. And that yeah. little bitch was happy to just chortle along on that empty spare tire, that empty <laughs> tire. <laughs> just rocking back. Made me and so forth. happy to watch that. Yeah. yeah. At no point was I ever not entertained by that whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, fucking kick ass, dude. Running a motorcycle on methane. Apparently, though. I think that is a giant penis pump, though. Hey, I think you're right. It's just for a really. It's like a King Kong. That's Bruce's. It's a King Kong dung pump. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> Ask but, the people out in Gordon, Nebraska. They'll tell they'll you. They'll tell you. In Gordon, <laughs> Nebraska. Yeah. The third dates are always a little They thought awkward. a new train was coming through town. Right. Turns out, no. Yeah, yeah. Every third date, the girl's like, so, uh, how you doing? He's like, give me a second. Hold on. <laughs> hey, do what you got to do, you know? <laughs> I'm 89 yeah. years old. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bad news in the world of motorcycles. The IMS show that was scheduled to be held in New York City, which was technically at the Brooklyn Army Terminal, um, that has been canceled due to COVID restrictions. Um the city of New York has a, they wanted a, a system where you were going to have a, you know, your show your something that shows you're either tested or shows something that you had a vaccination uh, prior to getting into the event. And then the and, Delta variant was like, <laughs> well, I think this was even after that. I think, but what it does turn out is that the IMS organizers has had decided that that would reduce ticket sales yeah. enough that they pulled the plug. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know what? Oh, but but what for money? Well, Why should we have culture? In other sad news, right. uh, the doctor has left the building. Valentino yeah. Rossi has retired from yeah. MotoGP, so now he's just going to have to bang his super hot model. Who's uh, pregnant pre- right now. pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. A kid. Yeah. And then he also is getting like $40 million to drive race cars now. Right, so exactly. His so life good. sucks. I'm sure it's going to be guy. terrible. He'll probably work his way through that situation. I think. Yeah, I don't with think. enough With enough thoughts and prayers, he'll make it through. He'll probably make it <laughs> yeah. through. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably. You know what? Let's all just let's all just start a GoFundMe for the fucking doctor who's yeah, just I know. You know, for the doctor. He's so unfortunate. Yeah, he's just poor bastard. <laughs> he's gonna have to run not, his 
He's just going to have his camp to run, his right, car exactly. racing program. Yep. I think yeah. he's going to actually yep. be the head of a MotoGP team. Of course he's he just, will. I yeah. mean, the options are just not there for the guy. I feel terrible. Probably for him. barely going to make it. Yeah. Probably going <laughs> to probably barely fucking make it. I feel right. bad for him. He's, he's really hilarious. Like, you don't really know who he is, and you're at a bar or something drinking. He happens to be there at a restaurant or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's on his motorcycle. You're everybody's on it. Hey, you, know, you take off, and you think you're going to keep up with him or something. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, Have you yep, ever yep. seen that dude at his ranch ripping a dirt bike around a flat track motorcycle thing? I'm sure you can. I think the back anything. tire might be in front of the front it, tire at some point. It's yeah. insane, dude. Uh, Moto Stories preview. At some point, we're going to have to get together and do a. Uh, back in the day, we had a shop called Supersonic Scooters, and I worked there, and that was in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And they had this place in Columbus called Speeds. And Speeds was a dilapidated Kmart that they had taken everything out of and made an indoor alcohol fired go-kart track and it was extraordinarily well done with a bar for drinking at inside right and you can drive and drink bring it on oh yeah (laughs) i think the profit margin was probably equal on both of those (laughs) items so they were they encouraged it heavily you never left the building right right but you just do circles at 22 miles an hour in these hopped up little honda golf carts or honda go-karts rather and so we were in there, and this place is solid. It's got, like, digital pe- telemetry, and it's got tracking units, and it's got... It's fucking brilliant. It's not fucking around. This is not ghetto. This is nice. Yeah. And so the one night, the one day we went out, and this is what we do in the wintertime, you know? We go in there, and man, Scott Smallwood is fast. Anybody who's ever raced against him will tell you that he's a fast motherfucker. Like, if, if he came out on a tricycle, you'd lose, right? <laughs> Scott's a fucking fast racer, and, and he's a adult of my years and he's gone back into racing BMX bicycles because that's how he got his start. So now he's raising a second generation of Smallwoods and they're winning trophies. I thought that's what Finch was going to do after he got his new hip. Oh yeah, go right back to bicycle racing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got fat instead. Me and Smallwood and a few of the other, uh, you know, racers at the time, we all had a race team set up, Smallwood Racing and Supersonic Racing and we were at this kart track indoors and we're like, we, we usually just kill people. It's just, we have fun with folks. Mm. And we're decent riders. We're de- decent racers. But we're not getting any love this day. This day, we're just getting our asses kicked. And we couldn't win to save our fucking life. And we're just getting smoked. And we're looking up at the board, and we're just like, we are getting slaughtered by this fucking M. M. Jordan. Like, who the fuck is M. Jordan? He's killing us. Like, which one of you assholes? Because they put out about six or 80 out there at a time. So we're like, we know him. We know him. We know him. Who the fuck is M. Jordan? Like, it's that dude. That dude's M. Jordan right there. And why are all those very wealthy Rolex people, like, patting him on the back and sucking his dick? Like, this guy literally had six or seven Rolexes with fat humans attached to him, all patting him on the back for being a human being. Like, what the fuck is that guy's specialty? Yeah, it's Michel Jordan. Fucking greatest, like one of the greatest Formula One drivers in the world. It turns out like Roush Racing is down there, mm-hmm. you know? And so these guys, when they're, you know, bored of driving multi-billion dollar Formula One cars, they go to speeds to fuck with the locals. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out, yeah, this is Michel Jordan, and we're trying to literally go around an indoor track with Michel Jordan. I had a similar thing happen to me in Columbus. Do you remember, um, oh, fuck, what was it called? 
It was like John Holmes. No, yeah, I don't want to compete against no, that guy no, no, either. No. Motherfucker. Yeah. It was like Miami Miami Championship Racing or some shit like that. But they were like little mini indie cars. It was right down the street from the Bush Anheuser big building. Okay, yeah. Now right. it's like Magic Mountain or something. North but it was Fen. like yeah. it was like a full racetrack. You had to pay like twenty five bucks for three laps. And the cars, oh, okay. So it was they like, they did like outdoor mini indie cars. Yeah, yeah. and it yeah. was like they did the like fifty five miles yep. an hour yep. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Whatever. And so we go down there, and for a hundred bucks, you could get like a day pass. So from like one to like five, you could <laughs> run as much as you wanted to, you know. Right. And the lap record was like one twenty-three or something like that. And we were mostly getting like one thirty, one, you know, like yeah. we were seven yeah. easy seven seconds off the thing. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like you saw all these people like kind of climbing up and, and watching the track and stuff. You know, you're like, what the fuck's going on? And Bobby Rahal was running. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking like Team he, Rahal. Yeah, and yeah. like he he got it down. Like he he beat the record by four seconds. Which yeah. and he and they didn't care. Right. And, he, and to get the record, you had to do it twice. Yeah. And he did it with two different cars. Oh, of course. Like he was just yeah. that good. It didn't yeah, matter. Exactly. Like was, yeah, yeah, it was really fucking cool, man. A race is a race, or no matter. Malibu Grand Prix. That was right. Malibu Grand Malibu Prix. Grand Prix. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can yeah. see it from the freeway. Yeah. yeah. That place has fallen into disrepair. I don't. I think it's gone, right? Or is it still there? Um, it's still, it's, I think it might still be there, but it hasn't been anything functional in a long time. Okay. There's like a bowling alley set up there and stuff. Anyway. Um, so here's an interesting thing that I'm pretty fucking excited about. Not just because I have a Mexican sitting next to me and I feel like I have to, so I don't get stabbed. (laughs) Um, no, no hero. So hero are are the folks out of India who make more motorcycles than you can possibly fucking dream about. Um, hero is made. They have literally set up a sales and service network in Mexico <laughs> and why that's really important or why I think people should be taking notice of that is hero is usually extremely good quality. Mm. And in India, they are considered to be an absolutely reliable and cromulent motorcycle that you'd, you'd be happy to ride. And the fact that they're getting that much closer to the United States is kind of impressive. Um, but there's another link in the chain that, not many people put together and I did. And that's because this little tiny company that nobody's ever heard of has become partners with hero. And that company that nobody's ever heard of is called GoGoRo. And GoGoRo has managed to um, sell over 200,000 electric motorcycles. That's what I in Taiwan. Familiar. Yeah. yeah. The- and, so they have uh, they have a system where you can pull up on your bike to a little machine and the machine will uh, dispense to you a new battery. There's the picture oh, of it. That's, yep. Okay. And so you can take your scooter and they have a completely universal battery system that you walk up and you pay a membership card. Right. And uh, Hero, of course, during the pandemic, Hero, this company that you have not heard of, sold five point seven hundred ninety one. So five point eight million two-wheeled vehicles to customers worldwide in 2020. One year. One year. And they have partnered up with GoGoRo. And why this is important is a lot of people have said, well, the idea of electric motorcycles in the United States doesn't work out because we, we want to be able to ride something for a given distance, pull into somewhere, and for the cost of two minutes of our time or three minutes of our time, replenish its range to a factor of, 100% and then fuck off again. We don't want to be sitting around a Tesla waiting for the Tesla to charge. Even though the Tesla is dynamic and fast and cool and does everything else, we don't want to be told, well, you're going to drive for an hour and a half and now you're going to sit there for an hour and a half or whatever, right? Forget the, you know, it doesn't matter the numbers. It's just the inconvenience of the whole thing. 
Well, the idea behind this is, as you can see in the image, you simply just pull up, swipe your card, or it detects you're there because of Bluetooth, and you take as many of those cells out of there as you think you need, and you put yours back in. It's what a propane change charging station should look like, right? And that people are always like, well, I don't know. Like, how do you think that's going to work? Do you think that's going to be possible? Do you think people are going to actually do it? Well, people have been doing it. And to give people a crazy idea of how easy it's doing it is they have over half a million subscribers in the very short period of time that they've been functioning. And the average number of hours I'm sorry, the average number of charge cycles that each subscriber has used is 400. Whoa. So if you're running a video store and you sell a video membership to Bruce and Bruce rents two videos, you're winning. But right. if Bruce rents 400 videos, Bruce is winning. Right. Right. And that's what they're learning about is the people that have these. They're not just driving these things 80 miles, 100 miles as a novelty. The average consumer has 500 or 400 uh, swaps. Wow. Holy shit. Have you put 400 tanks of gas in whatever motorcycle you drive right now? Jesus. Some of them. Right. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yep. But you could do that all on a card. Yep. Now, now we, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Years ago. Yep. Four years ago, five yep. years ago. Absolutely. That, that's the no. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We've been. I've been keeping. I've been keeping a real close eye on this. Um, to me, this is something that I do see as being the future. I think that currently electric motorcycles, the way they are, are fun and they're great. And you you ride them because it's enthusiastic to ride them. You ride them because I don't have a gasoline powered vehicle that will go from zero to sixty in two point nine seconds, but my electric one does. You know, uh, I ride them. It's not about riding them and then charging them because fucking, you know, riding a zero and then waiting for an hour for it to charge is not a great experience unless I have something really cool to do in that hour. Like put the level two chargers next to the strip clubs, people, or something like that. You know, like give give me a discount. Give me a deal so I can be where I want to be. I be there for an hour. But this to me is a big thing, because if that system, which has partnered with Hero which Hero does not fuck around. I mean, Hero has already sold, they're, they're responsible for over 100 million two-wheeled vehicles. So that's pretty big. You might be onto something with the strip code thing. They could do like, they could, they could do jiggly charging. Jiggly or charging. Like you have like little things yeah, that you right. put on yeah, the ground. Yeah, and yeah, right. and they know that, Yeah, it's like they know if you have a motorcycle outside, they focus on you, yeah. you tip them well, <laughs> and then they, they charge your bike. So they're generating yeah. energy while they're giving you a motorboat. Yeah. It's gyration that's, technology. That's what huh. I'm talking about. But the pole spins too. Right. That could be oh, right. That's going to be totally good. I'm thinking like that. a girl could work hard enough to drive home. Yes. Yeah. That's it. I think that's a good idea. So I, was, I was looking Did at the, the... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. So there's, there's also like the uh, hydrogen cars. I think Toyota's doing them, mm-hmm. and they're, you can charge those in like five minutes, but this is way better. I mean, oh, yeah, it is. Because yeah. they don't have enough stations to charge anyway at this point, but this is yep. makes more sense. Yep. I'm sorry. I got the number wrong, by the way, earlier on. I said they hit in, in literally in one year they have reached 400,000 battery swapping subscribers and those 400,000 are responsible for over 200 million battery swaps so that's 500 swaps per customer wow 500 that's, swaps that's per customer 
That's fucking incredible. There's probably businesses. There's probably delivery places just fucking rolling on Loving that. it. Absolutely People just change their battery it. every day on the way to work back and forth. Why not? Yeah, sure, right? Why not? Why yeah. wouldn't you? Well, that would be the last thing I would do on my way home from work. I'd be like, oh, and before yep. I pull in the driveway, pop at 7-Eleven and grab, a, yeah, you know, totally grab another battery. Like all the pizza places yep. and stuff yep. using these fucking things and just swapping them all over the place? It is insane. Hey, the, the Hero Motorcycle, it should be mentioned. I've got some experience with that because I spent mm-hmm. a bunch of time in India. Yeah. The Hero Motorcycle is unique. The Hero 150 can easily carry a family of 17. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, they're crazy. <laughs> That's true. I, yeah. Guaranteed. They have a special and, gear uh, for that. The baby's hanging off both sides. Uh, I've Pan- got pictures of what's scared. Saddlebags that just hold nothing but goats. Yeah. Yeah. Between it's the a- husband and wife, and you know what it is, but there's four kids in between Easy. the husband and wife. Easy. Yeah. The, the they one. have the running boards right on the bottom. <laughs> they they put the big running Absolutely. boards. The wife sits sideways. She's wearing yep. a sari, right. and they got a little handle on there for her to grab onto mm-hmm. to hold on. Yep. And she literally has kids hanging all over. Yeah, Jesus. and they've got a, be two or three between her and the husband on the gas tank to be two kids sitting. Right. I, I'm not lying. That's no, exactly how yeah. it looks. So it's it's absolutely amazing, and to see that that they're hooking up with Hero, which is going to give them worldwide market saturation, and now leave the Taiwan market behind, pick up the Indian market. Pick up Mexico. That's a huge fucking heart. If anybody's ever been to Mexico City, it is not an easy city to get around on. People don't realize Mexico City is the sixth largest city on planet Earth. And it was not planned. Like, they they built Mexico City by going like, oh my God, there's an eagle with a snake in its mouth sitting on a cactus. This is where our capital is going to be. <laughs> look, at the, look at the flag, people. That's your story. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. where it comes that from. That was it. Somebody, what is it? An eagle with a cactus? An like eagle with a snake in its mouth. Yeah. Sitting on a cactus, uh, and the 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 ancient ones had said, "Prefect, you will know when you are at our capital. You'll know when you're at our center of civilization when you see that." And somebody just got sick of walking. When I saw it, <laughs> calling it right here. <laughs> but it's like it's got more. It's got a bigger water problem than Venice. It's dude, that's a pigeon. On, that's not an eagle. Yeah, shut no, the fuck shut up, the fuck dude, up, man. <laughs> Don't your feet hurt? Walking. <laughs> your feet fucking hurt. Mexico City's built on water. So it's literally built on water, but there's nothing to drink. Yeah. So they got to pump their water in from. It is the craziest place. Like, it is it is a crazy place. But when you say, "Oh, you're going to Mexico City," right. buckle up, Buttercup. You're gonna be there for a while. That motherfucker is huge. Mexico City is super duper, super duper big. Really does. So if Hero and can if Hero can do electric vehicles and they can conquer Mexico City, oh, New York, change. L.A. That's nothing. That is yeah. nothing to them. So you prove it in Mexico City. You have 100% of my attention because uh, that that's a it's a frighteningly big place. I don't yeah. know if you mentioned it or if it was just another article that I saw on Ride Apart, but a Honda was coming out with a $475 yep. electric scooter. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. It's called yeah. the UB. UB and you go. And you go. So the you go, no relationship to the Slovenian company. Why you go? Right, exactly. <laughs> no relationship to you go. Why you go. Um, it's the UB. You're right. Then they do have. They've got the the Ugo was a 975 bucks. Yeah, Thirty mile an hour. Yep. And then the UB is half as much money. Four seventy five. Yep. So fifteen uh, miles an hour though. Yeah, that's the problem. And I can tell you from the guy who has a lot of experience with that kind of shit, it sucks. Do they have pedals. Do they? Yeah, that's what I'm like talking about. Yeah, yeah, so you can legally get through some you laws. Call it, you don't have to have a driver. Yeah, but for a college you know, campus or something, right. that's better than a bicycle, you know what I well, mean? Well, that's and cheaper for than a lot of right. Bicycles. Yeah, right, right. Well, and <laughs> while we have the listener's attention and we happen to be talking about electric vehicles, fucking Yamaha, way to go, Yamaha, and get to the fucking 
thrust of the matter before anyone else did and just admit we have a problem because... They made the MP3? Yamaha did something that nobody else did, and Yamaha created an MP3 generator for your motorcycle. Oh. So Yamaha literally designed a high-tech sound generator for future... It's called the uh, Live AD Acoustic Design from Yamaha, or A-Live. But that thing can literally create whatever sound you want to make your electrical vehicle to make. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So a company that has been world-renowned for making musical instruments is now making your motorcycle into a musical instrument. Right. Right. And, but they also... Oh, yeah. Bring it on, baby. Like, yeah. They also right. made an MP3. Did you see that they announced yeah, they their three-wheeled Kinko MP3? does, too. Yeah. I know, but it's just like, do we need more MP3s? They kind of got... The one company that started that shit, they should have literally got a pass for the rest of their life. Yeah. They could say, and today, Piaggio, your reward is that nobody else ever has to build another one of these. Right, right. Done. That would be it. It would just be a simple rule that says, thank you. You've proved it can be done. Now everyone else can continue making proper vehicles, right? Every, nobody else needs to waste their time on that shit. Yeah. So did you guys see, uh, so the Benelli's have been selling pretty well, right? And we uh, the Benelli's have been selling quite well, absolutely. If you have not experienced a Benelli TNT 135, you are missing something. Right. Yeah. You talk about fun per pound and fun per dollar. Motherfucking is hilarious. Well, and most importantly, the quality has been good. Quality's been fantastic. And so the 502 that you got and yep. the Leoncino, they yep. seem to be very nice. Everyone quality. loves them. Yep. So did you see that? So QJ Moto, yep. um, who is the manufacturer. We call them Quang Jang, but they're actually pronounced Shang Zhang. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, they have an SRT, SRT 700 coming out, yep. which I'm sure Benelli will. Yep. And it looks fucking dope. It's it does like, look cool. Did you see? It's like a new yeah. adventure bike. Yep. It's got a big old schnabel on it. Yeah, yeah, so it's new. It's what did you call that? Was the SRT? It's the SRT seven hundred by that QJ Motor. Yeah. Is that stolen KTM? I think I think it's because yes. KTM had yeah. to manufacture their motor, so mm -hmm. it's pretty much. Yep. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yep. Yeah, none of that. I I, I believe one hundred percent all of that. I guess the, it's not uh, stolen if they give it to them. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it, and it's not stolen if if you know. Nobody ever said that you know Honda stole a design from Kimco. Yeah, that right. was kind of like Honda paid for that, right? So, but yeah, that's uh, that is one of those extremely cool things, and yeah, we've been we've been selling the hell out of the Benellis, and everybody likes them. Like they are, they are legit, well loved. I mean, that's that's what's kind of kooky about it. Is I might I might be losing mine. My wife, uh, we went for a giant ride on uh, Sunday last week. She rode the buddy, and I rode my FJ. Okay, yeah. And she was like, I think I want something a little more. She goes, I'm gonna try your green bike. So I think oh, I think she wants okay. to take over the fucking the TNT 135. Oh yeah. So that okay, means I'll I have to get that. another one. Yeah. <laughs> now, oh, but here's the. This is one thing that I think is fucking hilarious is. Just lest you forget, after looking at all that BMW craftsmanship and all those ideas that are clearly lightly stolen from KTM, oh yeah, keep in mind that they also build this. Hmm. Yeah, that's the home. That's that's the home marketing going on right there, folks. That is a that appeals that is to a someone. Blue dragonfish, and the best thing I can say is it's an SRV 500, and it is a QJ. It is their home market. Uh, what do you call that? Is it's that a, a sport it's, cruiser? It's a chopper version of the Vitzfilin or the the smart pillion. Yeah, the sharp pillion. Yeah, this is the no pillion or the the angry pillion. 
because whoever's on the backseat of that thing is pissed. Well, I like it has 21 millimeter forks and they're raked out. Yes, it has. <laughs> you, you, it, I was like, man, they managed to build that motorcycle with no front forks. And I was just like, no, they're really skinny. Yeah, they're just really, really skinny front forks. They're like, we have a bunch of KLR 110 forks laying around. If, what do we do with it? Yeah, if they're all of their. All of their QJ marketing stuff is super duper Chinese. So if you do get a chance to go to their website and check it out, it is super duper like legendary Chineseium. Yeah. You could, I mean, the design looks a little bit familiar to like the zero, like yeah. the headset and the, like the ground place on the yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the that's place a, on the back. Right, that's a very interesting, uh, a very interesting bike, and it has that sort of same sort of idea as you know the Rebel Five Hundred does and stuff. So, but yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, but we do um, we do a lot of stupid stuff at Cleveland Moto, like have competitions to see who can build fucked up, you know, uh, Chinese bikes and then ride them and not fall down and get drunk or hurt ourselves. Hoffer hasn't finished his. Hoffer still hasn't finished his. He's still working on his. Uh, but it turns out that um, I'm going to say something right now. Yeah. I guarantee you. Yeah. I guarantee you. That my bike has more hours on it than, than anybody else. That's true. I, that is yeah, true. You, you do have that the house. Br- you do have the house brand over there. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But Dan, yep. Dan put the hardest life on his because his pipe is blue. Yeah, yep. he smoked that fucking thing because he's such a badass. Rider. I just think he was doing bong rips out of it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, but you know I would have known about that. <laughs> we sit up. We sit up late at night and we build a bunch of motorcycles. We're gonna ride into the ground. This dude went to Harbor Freight and built a motorcycle. Um, so this is Bikes and Beards guy. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he's got a really fun YouTube channel. Lots and lots and lots of fun. But he did a challenge to build a bike out of Home Depot, which he did. Yeah. And it's made of wood, uh, dead tree carcasses. And then and this one he built out of various. And what's funny is, you know, you're a denizen of Harbor Freight when you can look at this motorcycle yeah. and identify every part. Oh, on yeah. Because there's very clearly a motor hoist and there's very clearly a Harbor Freight trailer kit. Yep. For sure, for sure. Yep, and the wheels and, and the, the... I guess the front forks is actually a single-sided swing arm. Yep. Yeah, the and, whole thing is single-sided. And so single-sided, is the back, yeah. single-sided, right? So, you know, you don't need to build it for durability. You just got to ride it around yeah. the parking lot. So is this one the dark side, then? This is dark, double dark-sided. <laughs> double dark yeah, this might be a double dark-sided dildo right here. Um, this is did totally Did you see the dark-side bicycle, or did you post that? I posted it. Yeah, you yeah, did. The yeah, the Chinese yeah. dark-side bicycle. <laughs> yeah. like, and it looks exactly like this, but it's blue with no motor. Right. Right, it's electric, you know? But that okay, was the dark okay, side okay. bicycle. Yeah, fuck. I can get 196,000 miles before I have to change my tires, though. Actually, double that. Double. There's no way in the world you'll ever wear out a car tire pushing around only a car tire. Right. right? right. I mean, think about those rides at Cedar Point when we were a kid. Oh, yeah. Those rides yeah. that have been around since 1932, and they still had the original fucking tires on them, and all they did was go in circles, you know? Yeah. <laughs> those things never had a flat. Did you guys hear about the lady that was standing uh, next to the Top Thrill Dragster and got a bolt to the eyeball? I thought she... Somebody said she had an open mind about the ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Did she die? No, no, hospitalized, no. though. They're keeping real quiet about it for goddamn good reason. Yeah. Because it's not even like you're on the ride. I can understand if you're on the top thrill, thrill dragster and you shit yourself. <laughs> you know, that's going to happen. That fucker's scary, man. It's a it scary is. ride. It's fast. You know what? It's not even that it's so fucking fast. It's that fucking 19 seconds before you launch yeah. of this bullshit. <laughs> At like 400 decibels. Yeah. And it's just like, when are we going to launch this thing? And, you know, with any action in the world, there's always like a, and then you go. Yeah. Right? Well, in this fucking ride, there's like 17 miscellaneous noises. 
and everybody next to you is like, you can hear that guy's asshole slam shut. And you're like, oh, we're going to go this time. <laughs> and you're ready to go, folks. And then you're like, oh, fuck. And then the audio track comes back on again. And you're like, what the fuck? And then when you're like, what the fuck? And you're looking over your shoulder, that's when it breaks your fucking neck. Because you can't look over your shoulder in that fucking ride. I just like, I just want to know, like, I want to go back to the meeting when they were discussing this. And there were just two dudes smoking a joint. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I was watching this documentary on how they launch fucking airplanes off ships. Yep. And he was like, dude, we should make a ride. No, I actually <laughs> think it was what would happen. Some dude was sitting there and went, I wonder what would happen if the demon drop fell over. <laughs> 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 They're just like, just take the demon drop and lay that bitch lay down. down. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You think people pay to ride that? Jesus Christ, I'm surprised they're not paying to, repi- paying to ride it right now. Motherfucking right. build that thing, man. Yeah, uh, that thing, that, like, that's no shit. If you haven't been to Cedar Point, which is America's roller coast, you should go to, you should go to Cedar Point. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. They have shit there that shouldn't exist. And definitely don't do it on acid. No, no. <laughs> they, they had a roller coaster called the Maverick that hurt so many people they had to redesign it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the Steel Vengeance is another one. Well, the says, Maverick was a great ride. The Maverick was amazing, and they had a little thing in the middle of it that was like, okay, we're going to give you one second to get your shit together. But then they just snapped the car left and right real quick. And basically what happened is people's brain came out their noses. And they were like, we can't have that in a ride. So they took that little kink out, yeah. which made the ride a lot less exciting. They re- The mean streak is no more. They redid that. Yeah, something. now so it's So it's now called yeah. Steel Vengeance. Yeah. And mean streak was held the record for the most number of accidental pregnancies and back injuries of yeah. any roller coaster on the planet. I love that. Our friend, our friend so Robbie violent. Love, who like lives at Cedar Point, like Robbie Love straight up lives for Cedar Point. And he was like, fuck that mean streak. Like, fuck that coaster. That thing actually hurts my body. Yeah. And then they made it Steel Vengeance, which they took all the wooden tracks out and replaced it with tubular tracks, but then made it faster. Mm-hmm. And now Steel Vengeance is my favorite fucking coaster. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. mean streak. And yeah. my daughter and I would always go on it. And it was a challenge to keep your hands up. Fuck yeah. So every time she got off, she was crying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And oh. she'd look at me and say, like when she was little, she'd yeah. look at me and say, Dad. I'll go on it again if you want to. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I can't do that to you. Oh my God, I yeah. said, no, once once is enough for you. Yeah, that's exactly it. And now she's getting married. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Cedar Point. <laughs> <laughs> I, already put, I already put the deposit down, so. Wow. Man, I didn't even know they'd rent the Hindenburg well, you knew anymore. Something, yeah. <laughs> you knew something was coming up. Because it's been like six weeks since Steve said I bought 17 motorcycles. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, oh, well, that doesn't really change. I think <laughs> Cedar Point does not hold the record, though. There's a park somewhere a few years ago that decapitated a 12-year-old kid. So Cedar Point's oh. like yeah, yeah, way it's, off. It's super tamed. Well, some, I forget, it was somewhere in Pennsylvania. So I forget, but it Jeez. it was designed bad, and it right. had a, as it came over the top, there was like... A hump. Oh, a hump right. in there. And, and the kid came up out of the seat. Out of the seat, and then... I remember that. Kennywood? Yeah. It was wasn't Kennywood, was it? No, it wasn't. It was... <laughs> was it Action <laughs> Sports <laughs> Park or whatever? I was going to say, it sounds like more I of a... Think third. That, I thought that was like a carnival. I thought maybe it was one on one of those... No, this was an amusement park. It got oh, shut down. It got wow. more lawsuits. It was an amusement park, but I thought it was like on one of the ones where you're on a, a slide, where you go, oh. uh, you know what I mean, where you're on yeah. the burlap sack. And the kid came up, and he got air and, and whacked his head no, off. That was a different one. That, was, wait, that was a Cedar Point. We're, okay. uh, you, skipped, <laughs> you skipped over the, but wait, he did buy another motorcycle. I did. 
I'm not stealing thunders. I'm not stealing it either. <laughs> well, wait a second. Now, hold on. Now, did you or didn't you? <laughs> it kind of comes down to did you buy a motorcycle or did you not buy a motorcycle? I did not buy a motorcycle. Whoa. Okay. But is it in your house? Is it in your garage? Is it at the... Is it at the sewer plant? Is it? Is it? It's not even on this continent. Oh, oh really? Hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what that is. I oh, bought another yeah. K car. No, 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 no. It's cool. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that until at least gets on a boat. <laughs> we're not going. We're not going to count. We're not going to count our chickens until at least it gets on a boat. Jeez. Suffice to say, it's fucking cool, and you didn't spend much money on it. So, <laughs> yeah. Any any single person at the table would have fucking bought it. In fact, you'd be. Mad that you didn't buy it. So, mm, yeah. yeah, it's fucking cool. Well, like, you've made bigger, way bigger mistakes in your life. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. Hey, has anybody seen the Kawasaki Adaptive? I read about it. Okay. I posted it as yeah. a... Yeah. I fucking love this idea. I, yeah, you know, Harley Davidson, everybody shit their fucking drawers because there's a button on the most expensive Pan America you can buy and you press the button and the motorcycle gets shorter, right? For those little Harley people that are built wide and low to the ground <laughs> and, for farming. The best part about it is a lot of guys were, when they went to the dealership, yeah. the dealers were so uneducated about it right. that they said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's included on all the bikes. And many oh, dudes... No. No. Bought bikes no. without that, and they got it, and they were pressing the button, and it didn't no, do anything. No, no, right? And they're waiting like, for the little ladder to come out. Yeah, no, and no. and, and uh, the dealers were like, "Oh, well, I'm sorry, you bought the bike." No, no, they, you they, they, it is you have to look it up in the you have to special order it. It's called the Oompa Loompa package. <laughs> 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 Comes with a, a little pair of black and orange little Oompa Loompa trousers and a wig you put on your helmet. Now you don't wear a helmet on a Harley Davidson. Am I right. kidding? But yeah, you press the button and the bike gets shorter, so you can get on and off of the thing. Right, yeah, it's pretty, right. cool. That's pretty cool. And uh, so, you, like, like that was a big deal. But I mean, Honda had that motorcycle that straight up fucking rode itself. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they tell you to go fuck yourself. And Honda's like, we got a bike that can do that. <laughs> yeah, years and ago, you call like it. Yeah, you'd call it, and the motorcycle ago. will just come over to you. Follow like, around. Yeah, you want to you want to go for a ride. Want to go for a ride? It's like a Labrador. <laughs> Drop a tennis but, ball near it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you dropped this. You scratch right. it behind the mirror and it leaves a little oil stain. <laughs> <laughs> but it did that. It, it could it could lower its height all the way to the floor. Yeah, yeah. So if it, you wanted to get on and off the bike real super easy, um, it could lower itself all the way to the floor so you could get on and off real easily. You get in a crash or paralyzed from the waist down. It could like, help you back on. It, it just drives you down the road. <laughs> right. It does a Dean Kamen thing and encapsulates you and takes you to the hospital. It <laughs> tries to give you CPR. It's You're just, like, that's it's, not my... Oh, never mind. It just whispers <laughs> in your ear. Keep going. We'll be there. Sendrils come out and put patches on you. Yeah, exactly. Defribs you, like, defibs you on the way to the hospital. That's a good motorcycle. But what was cool about that thing too was it was also so it was also self balancing so you mm. could just rail on it you know just have fun so Kawasaki in the interest in in the I guess somebody says what do we call the versatile motorcycle a versus mm -hmm. how can we make the versus more versatile what if we had one motorcycle to rule them all yeah. and that's exactly what this motherfucker is we've had some transformer technology this legit has transformer technology do you want it to be a sport bike. Not a problem. Do you want it to be a, uh, a motocross bike? Not a problem. It will do all of those things. And it does it by changing its center of gravity. It does it by changing the rake of its front forks. Um, it's pretty fucking genius. And I think that's 
very cool. But you it's know? not genius that was come, that came that was come up by by Kawasaki. Right. They had a design firm yep. or a, a, a school yep. in Italy. In Italy, yep. yeah, that actually yeah. worked on all this. Yeah. And they did mention that while a lot of it's cool and it might right. eventually make it into some of their yep. production bikes and stuff, that for right now it's just etherware. But the yeah. thing is, I think a lot of the reason that it's etherware, whatever, is because people have a way higher opinion of their riding skills than they actually have. Right. So like 90% of the guys are like, well, it's not going to be good at anything and I can't have but the best off-road bike. And you're like, dude, you need a moped with slight knobbies and you'll be fine. You, like, know, what? you know what I mean? Like, to give you an idea of how available this technology is, I had a Mitsubishi Pajero 1993 that had adaptive ride height technology. Mm-hmm. So you could either have it automatically go to the right ride height for the conditions, or you could override it and say, I want you to look like a monster truck and, 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 the, and say, I want you to look low. But, you know, Citron DS19 had that in the 60s. I was going to say, and the, and, and the Vatos in the 70s, the Vatos were like, fuck yep. you guys, man. The thing about that is you've introduced a lot more extra complexity yep. to mm-hmm. a bike yeah. that yeah. is supposed to be rugged. Yep. And when I make a steering head that can change angle, then yeah. I have put a joint yep. in something that is never supposed to be a joint. You're right. right. It is supposed to be solidly welded and never be able to flex or move. True, right. true. So I don't know. Yeah, that's the problem with designing stuff like that. Once you go into it's the, cool. the, the, right. the people that actually do the motors and the functionality of it right. and manufacturing it, they're totally three different things that you have to make them all work Hoffman together. Wants so that's this kind of so fun. bad. Well, so I, this is why I pulled this up because the other day this guy showed up at my house riding a fucking bike and it sounded like sex. I mean, I heard the bike. I was in my backyard and I heard this bike pull up and I was like, oh, gear driven cams. <laughs> and I was like, and I kept walking towards my front yard and I was like, gear driven cams, gear driven cams. They make their own fucking noise, man. Nothing in the world sounds like an interceptor with gear driven cams, period dot say no more doesn't matter what kind of exhaust you got the motor itself sounds cool mm-hmm. it just sounds cool and you were on your uh your africa twin and that's, that's what hooked me i mean there's a number of things that hooked yeah. me on that bike <clears throat> and that's one of the things yeah I, mean, I, I just and in fact i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that is now my favorite bike yeah yeah that's and i think a lot of people are right there with you so what they decided to do was they decided to build an Africa twin for people who have given up on the charade that they might go off road someday. And so for people who are very realistic about how they're going to ride their motorcycle, oh. they are presenting to you the NT 1100. That's um, my next bike right there. It's pretty fucking cool, man. I mean, like, look, well, Steve and I were looking at these probably four or five months ago yeah. and like, he said he was going to buy one if they ever came Well, out. this is a... And I was going to get the Africa Twin at a very cheap price. A, yeah, I thought that, that, was, I thought How that much do you want for already? that $4,000 Africa Twin? <laughs> well, I don't know, but I heard about the $3,500 Africa Twin he was offering me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So there you go. The, uh, but not joking, The this thing for being, you know, what it is, is this is a, a great bike. This is, yeah. an, you know, this is the Africa Twin motor in a real fun suspension that as long as you say my name is Phil Waters and I promise to never fucking go off road which is an easy promise I made it 20 years ago and it turns out it was right because every time I go off road I get fucking hurt 
So, but are you saying that that bike can't go down a fire road? Of course it could. Any motorcycle can go down a fire road. Jesus Christ! Did you see no, what Nokomoto what... Pete did to a Vespa? Yes. Right. Yeah. So but what I'm saying is, right. is that most guys yeah. they're like, I have to have right this adventure bike yeah. to go down. That right. no, you don't. No. Dan took his America down fucking gravel roads. You know, like. People were riding gravel roads before they paved the Alcan Highway, before right. they paved Pikes Peak. You know, th- those were only roads that were just gravel. I mean, there's right. part half the time places I deliver motorcycles to in Amish country aren't paved roads, uh-uh. you know, and they're doing it on buggy wheels. Still guys that were doing the Baja 500 right. on CL 30, yes. 305s yeah. and 450s <laughs> and stuff like right. basically a street bike. Go ahead, take it across the desert. Go right. for it. Oh, no, that's not an adventure bike. It doesn't have aluminum boxes on it. Well, the TT know? as well right. started just as... Exactly. Well, yeah. and think about this. <laughs> like, all the guys that complain about suspension. Yeah. Evil Knievel's like, dude, I jumped 45 oh, yeah. buses with two inches of fucking travel. <laughs> I jumped 45 buses on a Sportster. <laughs> 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 and then, then my sponsor changed, and I had to do it on a Triumph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that right? But that, like, that right there, um, again, they took away the schnabel. They they gave up on a lot of pretend, you know, I'm not dressing up as a BMW GS for the weekend. Can I put boxes on it, though? I need oh, I'm sure you can. It'll only make it go slower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, what, that's, that's step one, I'll tell you. That TRK502X back there that we have in the shop, <clears throat> with all the giant GV aluminum boxes on it, you put all those things on it, it and then it reminds you that it's a 500cc. Mm-hmm. Not because it's heavy, because it's pushing a sheet of four by eight plywood, <laughs> right? It's like literally, it's like you strapped a four by eight sheet of plywood to the back of the bike and tried to go ninety miles an hour. Drag a right. They're not, they're not, they're not. You know, they're not the best thing. Right. But when you want to take a bunch of shit and go to work and right. ride your motorcycle, yeah. Yeah. it works for that. So you know, I'm still convinced that if I were to own a TRK 502X, I would not spend the money on the boxes, and I would instead get soft luggage. Sure. Because then you can strap it and, and you know. And it breaks your legs it a, a lot less. Right. Yes, yeah. it does. And so if you can, so what if you can't sit on it while you're taking a shit at the rally? Right. Um, but the, but you take those hard boxes off of the TRK502X and that motherfucker's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like that bike instantly becomes one of my favorite bikes to ride because it has the right amount of suspension, which is to say a lot of it. It has no problem up and down curves, shitty bumpy pavement. Bad urban environment does not give a fuck. Gives you enjoyable little wheelies. Like it's a cool little bike. Like that 502X. Benelli got their finger on the pulse on that one. Mm-hmm. That's and why I only ever use a top box. Yeah, that's I mean, exactly. It makes, it. That's yeah. all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. And you don't have to look yeah. like a douchebag right. with squared off boxes. Yeah. <laughs> what I don't like. What I don't like is the squared off box. Yeah. gives you an edge to hook. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Oh, it'll Absolutely. break your leg in a heartbeat yeah. too. Right. And it is, it, it, I understand the aesthetic appeal of it and how it's a fad that we're going through right now. But I got to say, in 10 or 15 years, we're all going to be looking back at the coin. Oh, man, that was literally like that was putting lipstick on a pig or pig on a lipstick. I'm not sure. But in, I think in retrospect, we're going to look at those big boxes and just be like, what the fuck was going through our head? Because, yeah, there's every different company makes rubber bag technology where you can take an Ortlieb bag and literally put it underwater. Well, and also, so like all these guys, and I, I, I was one of them. Oh. Whatever, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, you know, you put all these bars on your box bike, and aluminum box on the back, yeah. and like, you know, it's cool because you can carry shit, right? Right. Somebody, um, they had a whole thread about, they're like, why don't they make them 
so that it's like the crash bars right. and your bags are incorporated on the front of the bike so right. you get wind protection. Yeah. You get yeah. aerodynamics and A you front. can still pack everything yeah. in there. When the bike falls over, your legs are behind the What was stuff. that wind jammer you were talking about that had the... Oh, the Bates Clipper. The Bates Clipper. The Bates Clipper yeah, fairing yeah. actually has a trunk in the nose that yeah. pops up. Uh, like, exactly. And dual headlights. Yeah. Well, that's what that one kid that, that yeah. was coming up here with the GS850 with the wind jammer. Right. His had the original yeah. headlight yeah. and then the wind jammer headlight, which right. was a full nother assembly in front yeah. of it. I mean, that, you're supposed to take the original one out. Yeah, but, but that guy yeah, did. He didn't. Yeah, yeah that was fine. What's but it, nice were the BMW bags, yeah. the accordion bags. Mm-hmm. That would... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go out and then Flip go back in. Like if, you, if they were they closed, you could close yeah. them down. Yeah. So. And that's really smart. The city bags that can expand are, are just fucking brilliant. So anyway, I thought that would be super cool. And for people who are bag enthusiasts, there's a picture of it with bags on it. So you can just get that out of your fucking system right now. Yeah, feel better about yourself. Oh, now? those look like my FGO nine bags. So they're like the plasticky, like smooth. They're basically briefcases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still put shit in them though, man. No, yeah, just pop those off and go into your future office with your future lift and your future elevator and your future everything else. It's like what the future looks like. Yep. The seat doesn't look half as comfortable as the Africa Twin, though. No, it does not, especially the passenger part. That passenger thing does man. look straight up like a good excuse to call Sergeant Sir Corbin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, which is exactly all motorcycle seats are. That interceptor we had here, that 1200 interceptor, mm-hmm. the fucking seat was plastic. Mm-hmm. I shits thou not. Like, it was made of just this monocell, like, weird foam, like, brick. And then it just, it didn't have a skin over it. It didn't have a cover. It was just <laughs> coated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just coated. It was like it's, you took a foam thing and you just sprayed a coating onto it, and that was it. They probably it's use weird that shit. Sometimes you those can really dip your firm tools in too. Yeah, well, I, it no. I mean, like when you get a Corbin or a yeah. Sergeant, oh, it's like fucking hard. Right yeah, like yeah, yeah. But this motherfucker was harder than Chinese arithmetic. It was straight that's, up that's troublesome. What, but that's yeah. what they'll tell you. Like a soft seat's good for like an hour. Yeah. A hard seat's good for like eight hours. Like, right. So you you know right. the first hour you're like this kind of sucks, but then it doesn't get any worse. Because right. I bought a uh, I bought a humpback seat cover and, and foam for you know my CB750, yeah. and I got it and I sat it on. And I'm like, oh Jesus, it's fucking it sucks. Right. But then yeah. I started riding the bike around. I'm like, this actually is really comfortable. Yeah, it was, it's just, weird. It was really firm, but it yeah. it worked. Yeah, my Corbin, uh, the Corbin I had was hard as a rock, but it felt great after a few hours. Yeah, you got to break yeah. them in. Yeah, but then I had that Russell Daylong saddle for my BMW. Which, again, world's worst saddle in the world to fucking look at. thing just looks like well, garbage. It ruins any bike. but Such an ugly bike. But that thing, that had it. That had it where it counts. That was, it might as well have been a tractor on like a Ford, you know, track, a Ford tractor. Saddle. You know what your motorcycle needs? Uh-huh. Five-inch horns, uh, ear horns hanging off the side of the seat. That's exactly, what it needs. It's right. fucking brilliant. Um, everybody yeah, but is they're comfortable. talking yeah, about... Somebody at Harley Davidson threw a switch and said, we don't want you to talk about live wires anymore. (laughs) We instead want you to talk about our electric bicycles. Their marketing division has bombarded. I mean, fucking bombarded the planet with this picture. And this picture is supposed to be um, the electric motorcycle version of Harley Davidson's first production motorcycle. And uh, it's a tough one because it doesn't look like Harley Davidson's first motorcycle. 
like not even little, like not not even if you squint real hard, does it look like Harley Davidson's first motorcycle? Because it had, a, it had a horizontal bar. Well, the only thing that looks, the only thing about this that looks like Harley Davidson's first motorcycle is that it happens to have white tires. <laughs> which okay, I'll give it that. The motherfucker has white tires. Is it has a reverse got, white wall. It has got super. <laughs> it's just an all. Yeah, it is exactly that motherfucker just has white tires and to put it into perspective for you i want everyone to look at that motorcycle get a good long look at that motorcycle enjoy it soak it into your brain soak it into your eye holes really really work on that and then we're going to have a quick look uh as soon as my computer allows me to cast it over there it what harley davidson's first production motorcycle actually looked like which is nothing at all like the motor the bicycle <laughs> other than the fact that it has white, white tires. tires exactly well it has the silver thing at the bottom of the forks oh it does yeah, it, it does, does have it a does. little yeah. silver thing at the bottom That's of the forks you're right. Okay, very good. Does anybody else want a dark and stormy? Yes, I would love one. Yeah, I would. And since you're up and I'm talking, yeah. So plus the handlebars are kicked way back. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, those, yeah, right. those handlebars are forward. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Right. Okay. And that's and that's exactly right. So basically, this is one of those things where Harley Davidson has decided to sell electric bicycles now. Um, they're doing it under the um, under the 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 heading of this uh, Serial 1. Yeah, Serial 1 being like it was their first uh, motorcycle, Serial number 1. And they're selling electric motorcycles. Now, here's the crazy thing about this electric bicycle that you're seeing. That Again, Harley-Davidson, a t-shirt company that sells <laughs> incomplete motorcycles right. for the past 100 years, changed my mind, right? Because there's never been a Harley-Davidson that came out of the factory ready to go. You always got to do something to it. And realistically, they definitely sell way more money in T-shirts. So anyone for the fun, just, just for the shits and the giggles and everything else, that is straight up legit. Is that going to be like 10000 bucks for no, a bike? 36000 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, to give you an idea, they have not put out an actual price. Right there, $37.50. No, that's for, this, that's for the girls one. That's not for the Harley Davidson. Oh. You don't see that? Nah, exactly. Right. Right, so this one up here, this one up here, that's going to be some kind of special edition. But so what I did was I found the company that has allowed them to put their name Harley Davidson on it. Um, we're going to pull it up here, and here's the trick: is the the you guys know how much I love marketing. I mean, I love marketing. I love watching some people take some giant fucking swings at reality with marketing. And here it is. Read at the top of the screen. What does it say? It says Serial One. Powered by Harley Davidson. It's a little ripping off another now, wait company a second. now. Now, wait a second. Are any of these bikes a V-twin? Are any of these bikes gasoline-powered? So how are any of these vehicles powered by Harley Davidson? Like, what part of a Harley Davidson is powering these motherfuckers? It should be Nikolai Tesla, since yeah, he invented exactly. the uh, phased yeah. motor. So. Sure, you could say powered by Nikola Tesla. Yeah. Right on, dude. You'd be on the money. You could say... Powered by a nine-year-old in China who was forced to build a motherfucker. They, they misspelled funded. They did say. Or they, I yeah, was going to say mis- that, yeah. Powered by. <laughs> they misspelled. They green mis- bags. Funded by Harley Davidson. They Davis misspelled. And- marketed by. Yeah, right. right. Licensed by is probably the one. Mm-hmm. So here's the trick on these things. These are electric bicycles that have a top speed of 28 miles per hour. Woo! For fifty six hundred dollars. It's only 10 miles an hour slower than a Sportster, so that's not too bad. <laughs> what, what's the range? Let's find out. I can scroll down. 
There we go. Have we found it yet? Nope. Nope. I haven't found the range yet. No, nope, sorry. They don't, you, you don't get to know. That's not fair. That's cheating. That's cheating. <laughs> you don't have to worry about the range because they've installed chargers all across South America. <laughs> right, right. They have. So here's the other thing is, so at the top, you'll see where it says that it's uh, powered by Harley Davidson, right? I see that number one looks Harley Davidson. Yeah. So look at the, look in the middle here. Who makes the motor? Roush or who? Bros, buddy. Bros, Bros S Mag. You didn't you didn't oh, recognize yeah. that as being Harley Davidson? Nobody does because it's not Harley Davidson. So how is it <laughs> fucking powered by Harley Davidson if motherfuckers built by Bros? Also, it's saying it's got sixty six foot pounds of torque. It does not. It Which could is, not possibly. No, that's what a, that's what a zero has. That's what a, a FX. That's what the FX sitting over there has sixty six foot pounds of torque. And I'll tell you that motor that's over there, like that's seventy five foot pounds of torque. Right. But seventy five foot pounds of torque, an earlier zero might have had sixty six foot pounds of torque. What I guarantee is that the motor, the motor that's in bicycle. this fucking no bicycle fucking does not have sixty six foot pounds of torque. It would turn that frame into a <laughs> motherfucking pretzel. So just quit lying about every fucking thing in the world. <laughs> Donald Trump, I mean, uh, Harley Davidson, <laughs> just stop lying. Quit lying to people. Just stop lying. Because as far as I know, Harley, Dov Harley Davidson doesn't make Enviolo automatic CVT. <laughs> and if they did, why would Harley Davidson call it Enviolo, right? Uh, Harley Davidson doesn't make bros electric motors. Well, bros, I mean, I could kind of see that. Yeah. Dude, man, it's part of the brotherhood. Bro. Brotherhood. Bro. Brotherhood. Bro. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this one here, this is, Dude, a, this why, is a twin cam 88. Yeah. Why, why are you riding that Camaro-ass electric bicycle? Right. Oh, yeah. it's a Harley, bro. Oh, it's a Harley, bro. Oh, sorry about that. Okay, so this is just, this is all this is is badge engineering. We know it. We know that this, I, it'll take one of our listeners but nine are gonna, seconds. Are they going to try to sell the, the typical Harley lifestyle to these people, yes, too? I think they should. Like, I hey, think you're they getting should. that bicycle. You know what goes good with that? Yeah. Fucking chaps. These are my uh, Harley Davidson sponsored bicycling chaps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My little, uh, clip, my my little Harley Davidson clip pedals. All yeah. the, it's all the same shit, but spandex. Yes. So it's like yeah. all the vests are just spandex. Yeah. It's a Harley Davidson <laughs> water bottle that only holds Coca Cola. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. That's it. Perfect. Budweiser. The, uh, but I'm just, this is this thing. This is like motherfucking quit being a dick. Like, you know, this thing, this thing is called a mosh. Look, that wasn't the Harley Davidson name for it. You have to recognize it. the problem first. So, the, yeah, exactly. Right, right. So just stop. Just quit doing this. This is not made by Harley Davidson. This is made by Ting Yang mosh. bicycles yeah. in China. And Harley Davidson is putting their the world's laziest because this website looks just like the Livewire website. It is lazy as fuck. You know, it's just it Did is. Did anybody what it see is. the new Mustang SUV? Mm -hmm. The electric one. Oh, uh, I heard at one point GM was yeah. talking about creating a Corvette, and I'm like. You can't. It's Corvette. If you're gonna make a, you're making a Bronco. That's great. You yep. did beautiful. Yep. And if you were gonna make a new Blazer, which they made a new Blazer, right. but it sucks. Right. That's fine. But right. a Corvette is a Corvette. You, yeah. You, you don't make a Mustang. Well, they made, a, they made a new Maverick, and it's a truck. So yeah. they made a new Maverick, and it's the size of the old Ranger. So the, the new Maverick is what an old Ranger used to be, My and hurts. the new Mustang is what an Escape used to be. Right, I think. Well, did you see what those fuck awful fucking piss yellow Mustangs that they came out with, and oh, people are buying? Call Cameron; he'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> 
why do people need to do that? Just call it its own. Just let it have its own goddamn identity, man. Just just let it let it be. Let it have its own the deal. The Mustang is a Mustang, and I re- I don't like Fords. I don't like Mustangs, but I respect right. that the Mustang is a Mustang. Sure, right. It hurts me to see that you slap the Mustang name <laughs> on an SUV on a minivan when you're yeah. currently making a beautiful Bronco. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Right. Call it the Bronco three, four, or five. Did they just stop do. making all Mustangs? No. Wait a second. So you mean they're still making a Mustang, but now they're making another Mustang? They're making a Mustang and a Mustang SUV, I think. Mustang station wagon. I was going to say, let's just, yeah, it's, let's call it what it is. That would be so much cooler. If it was a Mustang station wagon, which would, which I would call a Mustang no, shooting brake. No. Would you be don't cool. Make a Mustang station wagon. I mean, a Mustang, sh- a Mustang station, station wagon. wagon. Right. You right. Call it, call it right. a state or whatever right. you want to call it. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, when I watched Harold and Maude for the first time and they rolled up in that Jaguar E-Type that was turned into a hearse, yes. I was like, genius. Yes. Brilliant. Right. A Jaguar E-Type with room for my shit. Like, that was perfect. And then there's been You're a couple take of... take that into eternity. Right, exactly. And there were a couple of... There were a couple of Corvettes that were modified and had a sort of an elongated square hatch on the back to make a shooting brake out Br- of a Corvette. Bring and Trailer just had one of those. And they said like it could, they couldn't tell if it was like... One of the original, like, um, prototypes, prototypes, yeah. or yeah. it was like an aftermarket. Thing. I rode my, drove my Corvette to work the last few days, and I was thinking about the 89 Grand Caravan. I'm like, this is a free car. I yep. technically could call oh, it. Oh, fuck yeah, you I could. I'm like, if I got like a cap off of a six foot bed Ranger, yes, and set it on the yep. back, and yep. then cut, like, made my own little adapter to fit into the locking lugs of the, of the convertible, yeah, yeah. put the top down, put right. the cap on the back. I could have like a little can. I'd put a bed back there. I could like sleep in it. It would be kind of badass, man. Yeah, I mean, Paint it look, black. I am not a big fan of fiberglass Corvettes from the 70s, but oh, that thing shit. is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I was basically going to like build that, and it would yeah. be removable. Right. I could easily take it off. Right. It wouldn't hurt the car at all. I, I mean, just... look at that. Four fucking headlights. Oh man, yeah. That's just that's just one every drive-in movie. It looks like a Magnum. There's actually look like if you look look up like a '65, like there down on the bottom right there. Yeah. Oh, you mean this '53? Yeah, yeah, '54. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was oh, I like that '70 no right there. Yeah. That thing's yeah. fucking dope. Yeah, this is like this is that kind of a thing when you're talking about. You know, that's a fun thing. Like, that's ridiculous. That's death by flared fenders <laughs> it's right like there. A fucking Batmobile. It is. It is Batmobile. Yeah. <laughs> If anybody, some people that that watch the podcast may remember, I used to have a 1969 uh, Chevy El Camino, mm-hmm. and uh, it was black on top of black on top of black, and it was a super sport. It was a fake super sport. So it had a 396 in it, but it was just a regular. And then I had louvers everywhere, like like, <laughs> like six rows of louvers on the hood. And because it was a big block, it had a tendency to run a little warm. But I had shaved the door handles, and so I had solenoid switches hidden in the bed of the thing. And I used to just use it to haul my Harley around and use it to haul my bikes around. And I showed up at a scooter rally years ago with this El Camino. And I had air suspension in the back so I could drop the back end out and load the bikes in and out easier. And somebody walked up and saw my thing and they were like, dude, that is Batman's pickup truck. Because that's what it was. It was the 69 El Camino. It's got a very distinctive front end. And it's extraordinarily swoopy. It has a really very like 60, fun car. 68, 69 was better yeah. than the 70s. Like yeah. some of the cars. Look at that fucking thing. A 67... Corvette, nice. Stingray, wagon. Like, that's hilarious to me. But again, I also think it's sexy to make a hearse out of anything. Volkswagen hearse? Good idea. So, Where do I sign up? So yeah. did these come off the factory like that, or no, are those kitted no, out? No, these were like prototype car show builds, you know? 
So do so Corvette owners respect that, or they just shake their head? You know what? If if I had this thing, like whatever that is, you know that that prototype fake photo. Of I it. bet you could get more money for that than you could for mine. But if if I had that, and somebody came up and was like, "Well, you know, it's not a real Corvette; it's an abomination." But sure, dude. It also you know, knock the dick out of your mouth and just fucking keep on trucking. Because my Corvette yeah. won't even haul a set of golf clubs. No, right. <laughs> no. But what I'm saying is, is like, I think like some of the abominations when it actually was a good build, those right. become valuable. Like the ones that were actually yeah. like you know a high end kit or something, those are okay. Like, <laughs> look at that. It's basically a truck cap. Set it on the back and make a little adapter. <laughs> yeah. Look, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna months. say that a lot of sex crimes have occurred in the name of Corvettes and fiberglass. Uh, there was a whole movie called Corvette Summer. It's the it is the Mark worst Hamill, plot in right? the world, but it is Mark Hamill's launch into greatness. Yeah. But the plot is garbage. And I mean, like the back of this the back of this Corvette here looks like a like Grandma. a Volvo, like a Volvo, X. a Studebaker, yeah. and a Corvette had a weird three way. And again, here we are. It does look like a pacer. It, yeah. it, it, it does look like a pheasant under glass. But that's like that's what we're saying. Some things look really, really good. And I also like the idea of taking anything and making it into a motorcycle hauler. So like you can give you can take any vehicle you want in the world and there make it a, into a, a vehicle that can haul a motorcycle. Truck, a Corvette Camino. I've seen those. Before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to first get the gas. The gas tank is the back of the car. Exactly. Right. You're going to end up with a two gallon gas tank hidden somewhere else. And you know, I, my guilty pleasure, the thing that I will never stop looking at are flower cars. I fucking love <laughs> flower cars. To me, flower cars are the ultimate example of luxury meets utility. Um, a friend of mine had this one. Uh, it's an El Dorado El Camino which is designed to carry all the flowers that people bought for you at the funeral to the funeral home. Don't they get or, fucked I'm sorry, up? What's that? The flowers in the back of the pickup. Yeah, yeah but right? the idea is it's supposed to be slow. Like, you're going, oh, to, the, yeah. you're going to the graveyard. <laughs> you're going to the cemetery. It's just <laughs> fast, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not like fucking Montana, 80 miles an hour, let her all hang out. <laughs> you get there, it's not but my funeral would better be, man. Yeah, exactly, right. But what? so I'm always constantly looking for flower cars because I'm like, dude... Give me a flower car. The more awful, like this one, you know, 1994 Cadillac. I like that, though. That's it has terrible. like a secret compartment underneath They it. all do. Yeah. They it all do. Because it be used great. to be a sedan. Right. Yeah. So did my hearse. It needs to have a tailgate. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they all, it, it will. <laughs> Trust me, it will. But to me, flower cars are genius because flower cars end up being very sexy motorcycle haulers. You know, yeah, because yeah. we don't have we're not from Australia. We don't have Utes. If you tell anybody here to go like, oh, yeah, you pulled up. You'd be like. The Ute, the Ute, the, the two Utes, the, the fucking yeah, Utes. Right. The, well, but that's, <laughs> when, that's when the Utes showed up. Um, tell me you wouldn't want to see your motorcycle in the back of that fucking Lincoln right there. Yeah, yeah, of course you right? would. Or fill it full of water and call it a hot tub. I was going to say hot tub. That, Fuck yeah. hot tub that would be an inside out boat if it were mine. The water would be on the inside. Yeah, that, that would although be. I did just see that a boat with a hot tub in the middle of it. Like, right, that's I genius. saw that. That's yeah. fucking genius. Yeah, they, they yeah. do the same thing with sailboats, like an old sailboat. Oh yeah, they'll cut it out, raise the cabin up, and turn it into a trawler. Perfect, absolutely perfect. That that's a great use of a thing. You know, I mean, that's fucking genius. Mm. Yeah, that's a. But you know, with Corvettes, you got to watch with Corvettes because it's the inverted porcupine thing, right? The pricks are on the inside. <laughs> you got to be real careful with Corvettes, and it's like. That's a trick. 
to be a guy who owns a Corvette. Well, but John's one of them. John, no, John's the guy who's the opposite of the poor Corvette owner. Are you sure? Yes, totally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have you been to the park at 7 a.m. to wax it? No. Okay. Yeah, exactly. He's right. yeah. something else. Sunday seven. morning at <laughs> 7 a.m. If you're out there fucking Simonizing your fucking, uh, you know, your no, 97 no, yards they don't of even fiberglass. Go there. They use new finish because it's yes, easy. The, it yellow, is, the yeah. orange bottle of new finish, man. Yeah. I've, and you can light it on fire and it doesn't hurt the finish. <laughs> you, know how, you know how I know he's not an I was inverted happy that it rained and rinsed all the dust and dirt off of it. From yeah, he's not an inverted vertebrae because he, right now he does not have at least four pieces of Corvette flair on him. Right. Yep. I don't have and any Corvette no. clothing. A, a satin Corvette jacket. I Perfect. have been giving Color that matched. Corvette boat too much thought, though. That Corvette boat? That red Corvette oh boat? Yeah. So good. Motherfucking hell. And one, and then I had to, because I had to go down that rabbit hole. I did, too. It I looked it up. <laughs> And the fact that they built a lot of them, well, <laughs> Jesus no, Christ. my face. Wow. Man. That was a yeah, right in my face. That was a real yeah, ripper. <laughs> Look at that. There's a Corvette hauling a Corvette boat. That's a veritable turducken. <laughs> sound guy. Yeah. yeah. That's great. I'm sorry it turned into a Corvette cast. It was great sound. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. But I read an article. At first, the article, I thought it was going to... Sh- the guy's like, it's the worst thing ever, blah, 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 blah. Because yeah. he had to work on it. But he's yeah. like... But at the very end, he's like, but every time I drive it, I love the thing and I'll never get rid of it. And I'm like, you wrote a whole article. The whole title of your article was how bad this boat sucked. But, from, at the, but at the very end of it, you say, when you drive it, it's a beautiful boat and you love the sound of it and you want, you can't, you'll never get rid of it. They made different versions of this boat. It's inboard. Right. From seven different angles, this is just a dumb boat. From seven different angles, there's nothing sexy about this boat. But... From this angle, from this angle, it's a totally different story. It's literally just the back $75 of a Corvette. Yeah. I was going to say, like, you could just take four round taillights right. and slap yeah. it in any yeah. boat. You could take a free Corvette like he got yeah. and put it on the back of virtually any boat. But it's, it's not, not a like Corvette this motorfucking thing. Yeah. A motor is a, is a Corvette yeah. motor. Right, exactly. Yeah, but you can put, but right. most boats have VA. I mean, if that size boat will have a VA. I, I was going to say. slap a... If you want to get to technicalities, it's a 350. Aren't most General Motors V8s Corvette motors? Yes and, really. yeah. yes and no. Right. I mean, but what yes. what General Motors V8 motor? In fact, quite a few of them would make up more horsepower than right. What's yeah, like exactly. the one in my seventy-two uh, C thirty. Right. What? Yeah. <laughs> what General Motors V8? No, not was that one. never <laughs> used in a Corvette. Because I can think of about fourteen right at the top of my head that were used in a Corvette. Yeah. So there aren't too many V8s from GM that couldn't be called Corvette motors with a set of fucking valve covers. You know, Corvette are in line six. Motor, it's yeah, yeah. You could put. You could take a set of Corvette valve covers. That one actually had a nice seating layout. It had the full wraparound. It did because yeah. some of them didn't have reverse facing seats, mm-hmm. so you could watch the skier. Right. Mm-hmm. They all had forward facing seats, so you right. couldn't have a spotter like you should right. in a boat like that, which is a ski boat because it's right. inboard. You know, motor in the center of the boat for right. so it planes well. You don't have a propeller doesn't turn. It just has a rudder and a straight shaft. Right. One star. One star. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, there you go. That's, I mean, that's a beautiful that picture. That was $120,000 yep. new. Yep. yep. There's one for $8,000. Yeah, there's one for eight grand right now for sale. Do you want a Harley boat too? Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't want a Harley boat. Potato, 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 potato. Yeah. And then the sound system Ooh. in the front, you see that one yeah, picture? This picture right here. Yeah, this none is of the... that's supposed to get wet no. ever. No, no, no. Like most Corvettes. 
You really shouldn't get any part of it wet, ever. Yeah, that's just the way it works. Only the passengers. Eat. Only the pa- <laughs> It never will be. And that'll never be dry. <laughs> it's, the, I mean, that is, I mean, there's a pretty good example. That's the cheap way out. There's somebody, there's somebody who just took a boat and put a Corvette on it. <laughs> there you go. That's cool. I like that guy's solution. That guy probably gets more fucking attention than the fucking real boat. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, He's got one fat friend. They make him sit in the front just to plate yeah, to, yeah. to balance it out. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty ingenious. Did you see the the street outlaw guys, farm truck and Asian? They have the. the I'm very proud to say no. Okay, well they 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 race a uh, farm truck, like the actual like farm all farm truck. They made it into a big drag racer, but they they without telling anybody made it into a boat. Oh. And then they were out on a lake, and like all the news places out in Oklahoma City were like losing their minds that there was this fucking boat, this truck boat. This truck boat. Yeah, yeah. On the lake. Yeah, it looks like an old orange sure. and white farm truck, farm truck. that's fucking right. on the lake. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. More power to him. Hey. I think that's genius. It was funny. I uh, we uh, This is that time of the year for us where we're coming into the autumn season, which is my absolute fucking go crazy. I love autumn. Like, fuck every other season. I like autumn. Plus, I, it ends in Halloween for you. So. Yes, it does. You mean Christmas. Yeah. You mean death Christmas. You know that Halloween is also called the gay Christmas, too. You is know? it? Yeah. What? That makes yeah. perfect sense. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Yep. There's candy, black and orange candy. Yep. Costumes. Co- my favorite. Right. Yeah. I, Speaking of black and orange, what's up with this bike? Could be yours. Oh, was there a bike there? Oh, there's a bike there. Check that out. That's a 1959 Triumph Tiger Cub. I thought it was a Harley Davidson. It's black no, and it's black and orange. Yeah, this was before Harley Davidson owned those colors. Okay. Yeah, or before they patented them. I guess this, this was on the original Fonzie episode. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was uh, this was what they made. This is how they made Henry, Henry Winkler look normal sized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thought it was a Bonneville. It was actually a Tiger Cub. Right. Didn't you buy look something like that, or you had something like that, or you had the orange? Um, you got rid of your yours was a BSA. BSA oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had the BSA. I had a big BSA, a gold star. Um, but this is a, a bike that one of my customers is trying to make disappear. Hmm. And so he's... Uh, Are he's, we raffling it off or what? I'm going to say we might fucking have to. But this bike was built at BCF Cycle. And it is original. So that's uh, it is the patina that's on there. Is It's not a restoration. It's... It's just a bike that didn't get many miles put on. It's got about 1,800 miles on it, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, but this is one of those things, you know, this is a, a T20. Uh, you're, you're looking at a bike that's, you know, under 70 miles per hour. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's oh, a, yes. Yeah. At 70, it'd probably be fucking frightening. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would probably be just a terrifying bike. Um, I believe they claimed it had 14 horsepower, and I don't think that was measurable by any form of horse. Uh, at all. Only. Yeah. Yeah. 200 CC. Yeah. That's going to be a right hand shift. Uh, yeah. It's everything is wrong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So if you're ever wondering where anything happens, think of where it would happen a normal motorcycle and reverse that. So everything about it is incorrect as we would say, but yeah, it's uh, it I is love a, those press still folded over levers, mm-hmm. all yep. the quality foot and finish. Yes, it is. <laughs> everything about this bike just screams. No expense was spent. I mean, yes. Yeah, no yeah. expense they, whatsoever. They, they literally spent. were like, "Okay, the front end's ugly as shit. What are we gonna do? Bend some sheet metal around it." So they did, and they they really did. Now, to give you an idea, though, I don't think there's anything cast except the motor. 
<laughs> it has a certain ogre-like simplicity to it. I'll, I'll give them that. Even the hubs look like it's... Everything <laughs> about it appears to be stamped. Yeah. yeah. yeah every bit of it is made to the highest sense of saving money. Yeah. There's, there's not an expensive part on that motorcycle. This was when uh, Triumph was absolutely saying, this is our entry-level motorcycle. Fuck you, you know? And... <laughs> Well, you know, it'd be a lot of fun just to yep. tootle around, whatever. Yeah. And they made two versions of it. Um, so, you know, Cheap, here's cheaper. the... Yes. The, yeah. <laughs> so here's the version um, that is some people call the bathtub version. Yeah. But you can see it's got a sheet metal uh, bodywork that goes around and it has a low pipe. But that's not a 3 So that's the S. That's not, a, tr that's not yeah. a Thunderbird. No, no, not at all. This is a, a T20. Mm -hmm. Yep. So the T20 has the little bathtub thing that goes around. It's more of the deluxe version. 250 uh, bucks a cc? Yeah, it's going to be... That's a 250. Yeah, so this is this is what you're looking at here right in front of us right now. A pushrod 250. Yes, it is. An extraordinarily, um, extraordinarily simple motorcycle. Like, I, I don't think anything about that, that motorcycle gives you any, you're a simple man? anything in the way of challenges. This is yeah. a simple man. Very, yep. I was very, very that same yeah. song. Yep, that's exactly right. So, anyway, um, so if anybody's interested in getting it, a Triumph Tiger Cub that I guarantee and I absolutely can confirm that the bike ran ran fine a year ago. If it I wanted to just throw money part. at this thing because I'm so in love <laughs> with it. Yeah, yeah. I um, I'm going. Have, have we come up with a number yet or no? Title. Titled, yes, absolutely okay. titled, well, absolutely I'm titled. So at some point, I'm not sure if this is a bike I might want to run on eBay, just okay. just for fun. Just kind of got an idea. I'm, I might want to give that one a run on eBay. Uh, not for any particular reasons. Uh, just, just curious. You want it to go far away? Just ah, <laughs> that's actually a really good. That's a really good idea. Yeah, not the worst idea ever. I'd like, to, I'd like yeah. to be at least three states away. Dude, if you if you want to sell this, just Photoshop it jumping a shark. Yes, exactly. Like, you know, right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, hey. they, uh, yeah. That's that's a fucking very good I'd idea. Clean, right this there. would clean up really nice. It just needs yeah. a little. It's a little dusty and everything. It's dusty. That's it. Yeah. It's literally dusty. Cleaning yep. up and everything. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. As take your as, shirt off. Take yeah. a picture with you sitting on it. <laughs> What's it with you in shirts? <laughs> take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> or in your case, your top. Tarps off. <laughs> the or uh, blouse. I, I, <laughs> tubes and tarps. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm not absolutely sure at all what we're going to sell you this bike for. But we're going to try to figure out what it's worth and try to get a number that's somewhere close to that. Seat's nice. It's it, uh, there's yeah. a lot of things in the bike that are real nice. I sprayed some WD forty down the hole. I gave it like a quarter because I know it's been sitting for a year. So I I don't know how it was put up. He seems to, he said he put it up right, but I don't Carbine's believe it. Carbine's clean. Of course it does. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So what I want to do is I do want to put a, a few minutes of worth of work into it. I'm drinking. You got to be careful. I'm getting a little bit into getting, my truth. Getting to the bottom of that. Right. Getting to the bottom of it a little bit. Yeah. The John Maglefresh that tells no yeah. lies and pulls no punches is coming out right now. Coming right the fuck out. Did you see that red? Pretty soon. Did you see that red SS though over there? If he was sitting oh, yeah. by that you, was, he would already been feeling parts of you all over. That oh, big, the red, that bright yeah, red yeah, super sport. Yeah, yeah. That bright red super sport. That's I built cute. that 15 years ago. Nice. Yep. And so that, I'm quite frankly surprised you were able to pull something like that off. Uh, thanks, John. I really appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, pal. The, that came uh, out really nice. <laughs> it came out really nice, didn't it? But um, so part of me buying that bike was selling this bike. 
Mm. Yeah, so it's kind of one of those, you know. Ah. Yeah, it's one of those. You know, he's he needs to get two bikes out of his garage. I'll make that one. You know, yeah, dude, I'm here. I'll buy it. I'll buy it back from you. First right to refusal. I'm here for you. Right. So, but I'll also give you a hand and sell this one for you too. I noticed. Andy. I noticed that um, you you had a couple of years ago. You had the big uh, vintage sell off. Yeah, I did. I sold. Mm-hmm. I sold fucking a lot of vintage motorcycles. Right? But I, yeah. I'm starting to see that the <laughs> these are this is Phil's private selection. Yeah, is, yeah, uh, that's getting a little we're having a problem here, right? Yeah. Well the, the trick is I did sell off a shit ton of project bikes. Yep. So I sold off a shit ton of project bikes, but now what I'm doing is I'm buying complete bikes. I see that. So I'm buying bikes that are absolutely not project bikes. But there's four of them over there that. Oh, the orange like, one I don't own. Okay. Yeah, the orange one I don't own. Yeah, the orange is a small frame. But I don't the buy other small three frames. are now a new collection for. Yeah. The, well, the other three are all recent additions to my world. Yeah. So yeah, um, you know that's just it happens. That that's that's a thing that happens. I sold a ton of bikes and I sold. You know, a whole lot of bikes that I wasn't riding and wasn't having fun with. And then I decided, well, I will just buy some bikes that if I walk up to them, I can kick them and they'll start. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the whole goal. So to walk, to have a bike that I just know that if I walk up to it and give it a good kick, it'll start and I can take it for a ride. So, I don't yep. know about that. The whole kick and just have it start thing. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's what I'm up for or not. I'm uh, just not certain whether or not that's the I've kind of life found that to be I want to lead. Someday, like, yeah. someday in like 10 or 15 years when most even used bikes are all fucking uh, fuel injected. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John's going to be sitting around with nothing to do. Like, <laughs> all I want to do is clean a car, <laughs> man. No, thank you. Yeah. No, no thanks. I'd rather ride a bike, man. I'd rather ride a fucking bike. Give me a bike to ride any day of the goddamn week as opposed to I want to go ride it so I got to fix it first. Fuck that. That's I love sucks. it when you have things that you have to fix before and after you use them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a great design. Yeah. Mm. Well, we've enjoyed it now so we have to fix it for a while. Well, what if we just don't fix it now? Well, no, don't worry. That'll happen too. Yeah. Well, we have to fix it before we ride it next time anyway. I know, but you can't play the game that way. You think you're going to get ahead of it by not fixing it. Right. Yeah. No, it'll develop a new problem. <laughs> then you'll have two problems to fix. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, I got nothing else in the way of educational information. It was a solid motorcycle podcast. We covered at least nine topics. What about you, Bruce? You've been a little bit quiet. You normally are quite a talker, and it's glad I'm glad to have you as a guest today. Do you have anything you want to talk about about motorcycles real quick? Well, you know, the fact that I'm the oldest person here by far. Yep. You're the father I never wanted. Yeah. Well, there you go. You're, the, you're the son I drowned in the tub 20 years ago. He's the one that got away. Yeah. We escaped out the back window. <laughs> Bruce has been a good friend of mine for quite a while. We go do the shoot and scoot over at his house. Yeah, yep, yeah. This is the famous Bruce, that. right? Right. That's yeah. the famous there will Bruce. be one this year. There'll be a shoot and scoot. Yep. But Bruce, we did talk about on a podcast. We talked about you had bought a VMAX mm-hmm. in your advanced years. You had done something most people of your number of rings don't do, and that is you bought a VMAX. For not very much money, tell the folks about this particular VMAX you bought because there's a fucking story there. And it was a, a beautiful bike. Uh, mm. there's a, I have a good friend who is older than me, and he still thinks like you know, like be like a 19. And what color was it? It was yellow. Of course it was. Are you talking about the yellow one, or are you talking about the other one? Uh, the black one he had, he had a black one that had 10 grand worth of UFO shit on it. That thing was scary. I rode that on the Distinguished Gentleman's ride. Yeah, I do remember that. And yep. uh, it was the scariest motorcycle I've ever ridden. Scary in a very good way. I mean, but it would, <laughs> it would, uh, 
it pulled in fifth gear like most bikes pull in second. Yeah. I mean, it just was scary. Jeez. But the yellow one I bought, my buddy bought that bike here in Ohio in December. Yeah. And uh, he could not take it for a test ride. And the guy lied to him and didn't tell him about the very common second gear problem. You mean the problem with second gear wasn't there? Yeah. Right. It's, exactly. there, it's not there going well, it's, up. It's there going down. It's there coming down. Yeah. But it's not there going up because most people. It's either all rounded up. I was going to say, <laughs> people got into second gear a little too soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that bike put out a lot of horsepower. Yeah. And 120, are, right? Like 120 horsepower, was, no problem? Well, the, the book says 145. Right. Okay. Yeah. But uh, the, the black one was dynoed at 191. Mm-hmm. So that thing was wow. scary. But uh, he bought it, and he took it to UFO to have them do some suspension where he wanted to lower it down a little bit. And they, UFO went south, uh, you know, they closed down. He hauls it home, so I take it off the trailer. I'm going to take it for a test ride for him. So I go pull away from his house. Man, I got a super bike, you know. That goddamn missed second gear. I thought, that's embarrassing, you know. I don't miss second gear. I'm 60-some years old, you know. And so I had to go around the block, and I missed the goddamn gear again. I said, okay, this ain't me. So we pulled back into his driveway, and I Googled it. And boy, 5,000 things pop yeah. up about the second gear problem. Right. And he was pissed. He paid a reasonable price for it if it did not have the second gear problem. Right. And he was so upset about it that he said he'd sell it to me. And I bought it for 1000 bucks. <gasps> and uh, Oh, my geez. God. He paid over three for it. Right. Then he bought the uh, that the black one, the high powered one. It was a, it's a 2007. And it only had 9,000 miles on it. The bike itself, stock was probably worth seven, eight thousand bucks. Yep. Had 10 grand worth of UFO shit on it. Because the guy who had owned it worked for UFO. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And uh, it, it was it was gorgeous. It was a gorgeous motorcycle. It sounded the pipes and everything. I sound it sounded like a, a cross between a muscle car and a and a dragster bike. And, hmm. Uh, he ended up selling to a guy for six grand because he wanted, wanted to get rid of it. And I wish if I'd had six grand later, I would have bought that one. It was a totally... You wouldn't be alive right now. Uh, probably not. <laughs> it was a totally impractical bike, but it was so much fun to ride that it was just... It, was, it would have had disposable money like that. I'd have done it. So, But the other VMAX ended up like a few other bikes I've got. It sat for a couple of years and didn't get touched. Uh, I got bikes that have actually sat for... My record right now is a bike I took apart in 1973. <laughs> <laughs> Royal Enfield Chopper's got to be a year or two uh, old. I actually drove that in the late 90s. Oh, you I, did? Okay. I tried to get it running two years ago for the uh, Scottish Games. Right. And it's got a, a high-voltage pickup issue. I had it firing on one cylinder, but mm-hmm. I'll get it running one of these days. There you go. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, the one that's in 73 is a dream, and it's uh, the, the dream motor sitting on my workbench. And, I'm going to get at it real soon. <laughs> I never give up on my dreams. <laughs> dreamer. But, uh, Such a pretty dreamer. I decided, I, I came to that same realization that you have, only I'm a lot older, yeah. that I got too damn many bikes here that I'm just not going to drive. Not going to ride them. Yep. And I've got bikes that, that, and it's all John's fault. My fault? Because most when, things are. Yeah. When John worked for the city, He'd sit there at night on his goddamn <laughs> Craigslist, and I'd be getting all these text messages yep. to Craigslist. Oh, yeah, ads. Oh, constantly. I, I got to go out and buy that. I got to go right. out and buy that, you know? <laughs> I find so, good deals for you. Right. It's my that, fault? He's shopping with other people's money. That's how I got yeah. that beautiful ascot <laughs> for 400 bucks. So. Yeah. so anyway, I bought it, and it, it's just sat there. I really, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a 
muscle bike kind of guy. Right, and it was a one gear away from being a perfect VMAX. Yeah, because yeah. it was only it had like. 19,000 yeah. miles on it. Yeah. And it was a beautiful What do you need shape. second gear for? I mean, first will get you moving, and then you don't... When you got 140 you fucking said, horsepower... You just yeah, said right. fifth was as good as second, yeah. so yeah, what the did. hell? That was the I black wrote, one. I rode it many times without second gear. You know, yeah, I mean, it's a, you could use it as a power glide if you wanted to and just have <laughs> high and low. Just start it in third and then go and, to fifth. And <laughs> even though it's a fairly heavy bike, probably like 580 dry or something mm-hmm. like that, it rode a lot lighter than that. Because yeah. low center of gravity, gas tanks under the seat, mm-hmm. so it rode nice. But, so is, uh, the, is the tank not a tank then? The, that's just a no. The tank face. is an airbox oh, okay, cover. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. It's just face. the tank is under your balls. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. The back part of the seat, there's two little buttons you push and yeah. it pops up, and there's a gas filler. Right if there. you okay. ever want to have a fun day, give somebody a V Max that has no gas in it. Yeah, and send them off. Okay, just get just be like, here, take it for a ride. <laughs> Take it for a ride and make sure that the gas gauge is doing push-ups on the needle, right? And then watch them pull into any gas station in America. They will be there for an hour and a half <laughs> trying to figure out how, how to fucking get to the gas tank. They're trying yeah. to figure out how to make the top yep. of that fake tank flip no. up, but no. it doesn't. Yeah. They'll, be, they'll be pushing things that don't exist, twisting knobs, taking air snorkels off, doing everything. But nobody realizes that there's literally the seat. And it's not even fucking obvious. There's nothing about it. That you're like, oh, right. clearly, turn this key and the seat opens. Nope, that ain't how it works. Mm. There's two little buttons that don't look like buttons. Like little plastic handles. They literally look like plastic handles. Seat. And if you pop them, then the seat opens up and you can put gas under the seat. Mm. Yeah. Nice. It's super it's, annoying. It's got a cool little overflow prevention thing. Yep. So if you screw up and fill it too much, it yep. doesn't blow gas all over the bike. Exactly. <laughs> it holds it there and lets it slowly evaporate. It does. It has, a, it has a cup yeah. so that when you fuck up and try to squeeze an extra 25 cents of gas into the bike, it doesn't go onto your red hot exhaust. Right. Because what's under the filler is the crossover for the four cylinder exhaust, which of course would be cherry red. Yeah. But you ended up selling that, right? Yeah. A, a young guy I worked with, it's I sold it to a young guy who was looking for his very first motorcycle. Oh, really? So I sold him a 145 horsepower killer bike. You know? Oh, wow. That's good. Did you take out first gear, too? With a clean conscious. Yeah. With a clean conscious. here's the funny part about that. But it that. didn't have seconds, so he was hey, okay. He's he's get a guy come over. <laughs> the came pre-crashed. That, that knows how to ride, he, you know, and drove it home. All right. And this guy was test, you know, riding around his neighborhood trying to learn how to ride. And he kept wondering... Why there was a little pedal on the right-hand foot peg. He's yeah. using the front brake all the time. Oh, get out of here. Yes, yeah, so we finally told him, you're going to kill yourself. Right, you know? right. And, or the best thing to do is get on a gravel road and learn to ride on a gravel road. Yeah, so yeah. We finally told him that that thing, it's a brake lever down there. You know, that, push on and there. the VMAX, too, the front end, my first trip on a VMAX, I described the front end as being all the finesse and precision of a Honda CB350. Mm-hmm. Because the front end of a VMAX felt exactly to me like a Honda CB350. It's, it's angle, it's rake, everything about it, the way it took a corner, it's complete lack of feel or, or, or <laughs> there was nothing. That was the world's worst front end. And when you're riding the bike, your body position is remarkably forward. So when you're sitting on it, you think that because it's a cruiser, you'd be sitting kind of back of the machine, but you're not. You're sitting kind of leaning over the clocks. So when you make a turn, you're like, oh, shit, I'm driving like a little, a little small motorcycle, but you're not. It's just the front end is the front end off of a small motorcycle. Because like most things that were designed to be like quarter mile kings, they were like, we don't want to put too much emphasis on handling. Right. Right. We wouldn't want to do that. Right. And it was a, you know, 
the funny thing that uh, what the hell they call it system the uh, V V boost V boost yeah yeah yep. where it had a couple vacuum operated valves that open up right. and let any cylinder suck from any carburetor there. right and that didn't make a dramatic yes. effect when you hit about fifty five hundred RPMs it yep. would kick in yep. but the that high powered one I had it had the uh, Kian uh, fuel injection, right? No, it was carbs. Oh, it was okay. yeah. Kian V7 carbs or something. Yep. They stuck up out the side or underneath that fake tank. It yep. had air horns on it. Yeah. Right Instead there. of being those big chrome snorkels, there'd be four velocity stacks. Yeah, four velocity stacks. Yeah. So I'm riding home from the uh, on 480 from the uh, Distinguished Gentleman's ride. And I'm pulling on 480. I'm, I really wanted to give it the gas. I rode that damn bike all around town. It was horrible for that. I got on 480. I'm giving it to gas. It's like it's dogging like hell. I had my damn right leg up against the. Two oh, you were covering that. Yeah, <laughs> I also had my leg sucked up against. I pulled my leg back, and all of a sudden it went like like a raped ape. You know, it took off. <laughs> the first couple of years, they actually had a V boost button. So the first couple of years, they did the V Max. Was they, there like a shutter in there that yeah. opened or something? Yeah. And they were um, the the first couple of years the bike came out. It did legitimately give the um, the pilot the ability to determine whether or not V boost was turned on. Now later on, they changed that to be an RPM based thing, so that you had to be going fifty five hundred RPMs or so for the V before the V boost would happen. And but the first couple of years they were out, it was literally I'm turning on my V boost, which meant you had this all full feed of all chambers of the carburetors feeding the motor at all times. And so the trick back in the day was to get the switches from the earlier V Maxes. I think it was the 85 and 86 V Max had the V boost buttons. And then you could give, get manual control of the V boost back. And then later on, guys like UFO and other companies did make V boost controllers so that you could program in or operate um, your V boost when you wanted to. So did it give you more torque at the low end then with, the thing, with those things closed? So uh, the V-Boost system, the idea was that when the butterflies were closed, it, the, it would make the bike idle better, and it would go through the gears better at lower RPMs. But when you would ride it, like Bruce is saying, with the V-Boost and it's the way it was designed to be, you'd ride the bike and it would go, and it would just give you this kind of turbo effect. And when the V-Boost was hit the button was open, a V-Boost was turned on, then it would just be like any big giant... If you ever had, a, if you're a guy who had a, Har a Holly double pumper carb on your car, you'd know that the tr the way to work that carburetor was you'd go at it half pedal, and you go at it half pedal until you got halfway through your gear, and then you'd go full pedal. You just didn't go full pedal or just flood the fucking thing out, and it would ha it would hesitate and bog. And that's the way V boost was. If you just you went, can't handle the CFM, right? Yeah, at low, it would flood at low RPM. Yeah. You can't handle the CFM, dude. You so can't handle you the CFM. You basically have a variable <laughs> yeah. volume, right? intake yeah that's where, exactly so right. your, your volume of your intake is low at lower rpms yep. but then opens up and handle when you're when at higher rpms when your bike can actually handle yep. those cfms so now, it adds inertia to the intake at low now RPMs. when you pull up to a young lass's establishment on your on your <laughs> v max did the v boost kick in when hey, she saw yeah, the bike so she said no the V boost. The, uh, That's what I'm saying. The, <laughs> the extra V boost. The uh, my, uh, my like my Kia has the same thing. It has veins that when you're just driving around normally, it, they close off half of the intake, mm -hmm. and then you know at higher RPMs or when you get on it, it goes. It's just it a manufacturing up and, defect. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a cool bike. That's though. one of those Korean vehicles, which you'll bike. soon experience. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's only one thing that I can say about a Jeep. Imagine if it was made in Korea. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's again, that's foreshadowing. We don't want to get into but you that. Also, Bruce, you got rid of everything at Mid-Ohio. Well, no, I took four bikes down to ride, and I came back with two, which was good. Oh, okay. man. Wow. You got rid of the Super Bronc, though, didn't you? I sold the Super Did Bronc. Did you really? Yeah. Holy wow. shit. That was, because, you know, that was one of the bikes, if I sat and thought about it, yep. okay, I think it's cool to have. Right. The only time I would ride it was at <laughs> Mid-Ohio or right. at the yeah. Scoot and Shoot. I yep. said, okay. And this guy fell in love with it. He's got one of those three-wheel-held machines. And he saw me over at the uh, Cincinnati Cafe Racer tent. Mm-hmm. I saw it sitting there. And he talked to me about buying it, and so and he was camped just a couple doors down from us. He came over one night, and we negotiated some, and he finally made an offer. And I said, "Take it with you, you know. I don't have to load it up that way." So it was, and I doubled my money on it. So that oh, was, fantastic! That was good. I sold the YL2C, the one I you know had fixed up tonight, right. uh, which is a cool. It's the 100 cc Trailmaster Yamaha. I still got. And the same guy that bought that Incidentally, one. if you rated that bike against a CT90, I would rate that Trailmaster higher. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. It was a fun bike to ride around. Two-stroke, mm-hmm. 100cc, yeah. dual-range trans. That's, that's a dual-range transmission, uh, too, right? Mm-hmm. No, it had sprocket. Oh, the dual oh, sprocket. Oh, that was the sprocket. sprocket. Yeah. Okay. But it All also right. had a clutch, not the automatic. Right. And I don't know. I liked it. And an electric start that started electric instantly. Electric start, yeah. The minute you stabbed the button, it was going. And it's a cool bike. I still have an 80cc Trailmaster, which I think is sold. Which is just a smaller version of it. Uh, I had I had to make room for my new toy car that I bought, so I had to clear some bikes out, and I did. That made enough. I had enough room to park it, but now I got to pull the car out because I got people coming over a week from Saturday. The same one that bought the the Yamaha, right? Mm-hmm. And he's bringing another friend that loves old bikes and doesn't mind spending money. I said, hey, there you I go. Said, Bring him in an empty trailer. With right, him. that's right. Well, I yeah. got a fight though because so, you sent me bikes that you were selling. And you I'm better interested. get there first. Yeah. I'm, if there's anything that you think you have an interest in, I would hold it for you. All right. right. Yeah. I might. I might. Until somebody bids more. You. Yeah, yeah, right. I've got <laughs> an absolutely, what could be an absolutely gorgeous 1970 CL350. Oh. Now we're talking. In, nice. In the sapphire blue color. Too. Yeah, right. Okay. So, best okay. color. And with a title. And uh, I'm going to sell that. Uh, always wanted a 350, but I've always wanted every goddamn bike. You know? So, right. Yeah. But I'm the same thing. I want to get, get knocked down to bikes that yep. all run. Yeah, that's a good. That's a really good place to be. And Bruce is also looking at getting a modern bike too. You were you're dead set on getting an NC or NT seven fifty. No, NC. I was going to get seven fifty. I was going to buy a uh, a night a mid eighties Nighthawk. Right. To ride cross country. Nah. Right. Then I talked to John, and John yeah. convinced me that a modern bike would be better. I want to ride coast to coast. Right. And. Uh, I have not bought a new street legal motorcycle since 1969. You will not regret so. fuel injection. Yeah. 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 And it's the, the NC 750X is what mm-hmm. it is. Yep. It's more touring than it is sport. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's good mileage. It's low Steve, center Bruce gravity. is another guy who values gas mileage above horsepower. For that kind of trip, yes. My Africa Twin gets the same as my NC700X. Which is... Are you serious? Shocking. I got 70. You get 70 miles per gallon on that? 65. Really? Holy shit. Yeah. The the NC750 is like the poor cousin of the the Africa Twin. It is, yeah. Right. It's a similar bike, but... uh, Well, the Versys is the poor man's Africa Twin. It is absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. What is... The, the Versys. Versys. Yeah. The Versys is definitely the poor man's Africa twin. I like the Versys better yeah. than my FJ09, to be honest with you. It's smoother. I find Just that hard to Check out the seat. When you, if you buy a yeah, uh, yeah, 750, mm-hmm. yeah. the seat, 
I don't know. I hope they corrected the seat because it was very uncomfortable. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah, slides yeah. your dick right into the gas. That's, it does. <laughs> for 2021, right 20, the they made major changes. Yeah. They even actually redesigned the yeah. frame on it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, seats, the seat's lower. The center of gravity's lower. And it's I looked at some prices comparing 2016 NCs to 2021 NCs, and the way the market is all fucked up right now, it's you're actually further ahead to buy a brand, brand new one. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's like buying a brand new one is going to save, or buying a five-year-old version of the same bike is only going to be a $2,000 difference. Yeah, My only turnoff was like the 41 millimeter forks in front. It seems like it's small and they flex when you oh, go around a turn yeah. I mean they flex a little bit but it's nothing I mean I yeah. like that bike it was I, a I, great I, bike I, I miss mine to be I'm honest more for touring than I am for twisting yeah. around yeah yeah first it's going to be route 20 coast to coast I mean it's cool because Austin to Oregon. it's the best diesel oh, motorcycle you can buy that's what yeah. I was about to say yeah. like on the highway <laughs> you're only going to be at 4,000 right. RPMs or 3,800 RPMs at if 70 if you're at 4,000 even it'll no. be yeah. it'll be 3,200 and you know what's funny is you know most truck stops now have DEF, so you're in good shape. You don't need to worry about it. Bruce is, cruises at yeah. 70. You don't go 80, 90. He's pretty solid. He he rode the FT500 all the way out to uh, Wyoming. Wyoming. Wyoming, yeah. It's exactly right. Yeah, if you loved an FT500 going to Wyoming, you will love an NC750. Yeah, because your hands won't be numb after yep. two minutes. Well, actually, <laughs> I, uh, I re-geared and re-jetted the FT. Mm -hmm. and it makes it much more streetable. So. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, which, by the way, the FT500 will probably be on the auction block. Oh, also. there you go. So yeah. If someone made me an offer on that, I'll, I'll sell that too. That's so. a, that's a very respectable motorcycle. That's the reason right there. Everybody loves an NC. The frunk, the frunk, yeah, the, the frunk, frunk man. The it's frunk, awesome. The frunk is one of those things that a, a, a proper fucking frunk on a motorcycle is just genius. There's, it's hard to describe how much I like a motorcycle that has a frunk. I'll save you a lot of time. Yeah. Look into the V-Stream windshields because oh. the NC700s have buffeting pretty bad, especially at highway they speeds. They changed it on the 2021 also. They, they did? designed that whole front end on it and the collar okay. and everything. Because so cool. I went through I went through five different windscreens, and the V-Stream cured everything. Oh, look at how different, look at how different the fucking 2021 looks. Yeah. Holy oh, yeah. shit. That thing is totally different. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. That doesn't look anything yeah, at all. They made major changes yeah, to they it did. for this. Yeah, year. they did. That is crazy. That is a totally different looking bike. Yep, and it's got the little, uh, the extra little uh, racks on the front there, so you can mount yeah, your that's, GPS that's, that's and your cell phone. Stock. That's not stock. Nah, they're gonna charge you for. They're that. gonna charge you for that. You, you think? Put your feet up there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. makes your makes well, your. Bruce's age, you can hang a ball on each one. That's nice. Yeah. Hey, you gotta keep perfect. cool somehow. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. You're right. Yeah, it does come with that nice interceptor paint scheme, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty nice. It's gotta, much squattier. It's kind of cool looking. I kind of think that the NC, the 2021 NC750X has got a kind of a nice look to it. Speaking of Squatouche. Yeah, speaking of Squatouche. We've joke. seen Squatouche of jokes on this fucking Oh, that's podcast. right. We have. Oh, We've been fucking oh. jokeless. We got a Smith here today. Uh-oh. That, that bought reading oh, glasses shit. and didn't even take the fucking sticker off. That's why he knows they're I don't want to hear Squatouche. Right. So attending a union convention in Las Vegas, a union lighting man decides he wants to visit a bordello. He goes to the first place, the ladies are lovely, and he asks the madam, is this a union establishment? No, no, it isn't. Wells asks the union man, what percentage of the take goes to the girl? 
We split the money, 20% goes to the girl, 80% to the house. Feeling that wasn't a fair split, he left and went to another establishment. <clears throat> and again, I asked the same question and received a similar response, although not a union house. The split at this one was 30% to the girl and 70% of the house. He continued his trek for some time until he finally came upon a union house. That's wonderful, he says to the madam. And what is the split? We give 80% to the girl and we keep just 20% for the house. The man's overjoyed, fantastic. He says, finally settled, satisfied. Uh, he spots a young, attractive blonde and it indicates to the madam, I'd like to have her, please. Oh, I'm sure you would, the madam replies. But she redirects him to an aging, overweight woman in the corner and says, but I'm sorry, Ethel here has seniority. <laughs> but I'm that's why that's why Ethel pays her dues. That's right. Our that's city it. workers are like Civil War cannons. Huh? They don't work, and you can't fire them. Nice. But nice. one's on uh, probation. You can. No. <laughs> What's orange and sleeve six? I don't know. City truck. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's that's it. All right, guys. That's it. That's all I've gotten. We're looking forward to episode number three hundred and forty-one. Now, here's a challenge for all of our podcast listeners, both of you. What I'd like to have both of you do, if you could, is there's this thing called the YouTubes. That's right. It's where you watch Russian girls do strange things. Um, it's where you watch vaginoplasty and all those weird things that happen. Steve, Steve's like, oh, shit, he's been in my house browser oh, no. history. Oh, God damn it. Son of a bitch. That's it. Um, well, on the YouTube thing, there's this crazy thing. It's where you see our podcast right now. If you're looking at it on, on the video, you can see it right here and watch it happen and unfold before your very eyes. Now, we also have a thing called Moto Stories with Unky Phil. And it's sort of the longer, more drawn out version of me, <laughs> right? But I bring in victims. So I bring in people to sit next to me and basically stand there and say, he's not lying. It's strange. Right. I know. And, and, and the right. thing that you're getting to is that, so a lot of people think that we're trying to be YouTube stars or something like that. Oh, That's no. That's not the case. No, 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 we no. Wanna, no. We want to monetize the channel so we can bring in more fucked up guests. Now, here's an interesting thing. <laughs> I didn't know this about YouTube, and maybe you didn't know this either. But if you watch YouTube, you get to see commercials. Isn't that right, Oscar? Yep. Your girlfriend said that you won't pay for the YouTube subscription. Fuck no. That's right. <laughs> That's what she said. She's like, son of a bitch on YouTube. Oh, goddamn day. I use Rumble. Subscription. Rumble. <laughs> Of course, do you, do you, you do. keep that? Is, is that next to grinder? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so if you watch YouTube videos, you are watching advertisements. You yep. are. I guarantee you're watching advertisements. Now, here's a weird thing you can do: if you click on subscribe, which costs nothing other than the number of calories it and, takes, and to how many do times this. do you have to do it? One Once. time. Once. One time. If you've ever touched anything inappropriately with your finger. Once, I recommend you do it to our, our subscribe button and leave it off your damn wife. Okay, now, here's the <laughs> trick. If you do that and we get a thousand subscribers, here's what happens. The commercials are still going to be there. <laughs> None of the commercials are going to go away. There also won't be any more of the commercials. But the difference is, instead of some corporate fat cat getting the money from that commercial, we will get one sliver of one penny. 
Yeah. From every time that commercial. Point oh 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 seven. That you're going to skip anyway. And I oughta. Right. Exactly. And I oughta do something special about this. But here's the trick. You know a commercial is going to come up. You know you're going to press skip. All right. So next time, press subscribe. Subscribe to our fucking channel. Subscribe to Moda Stories with Unky Phil. Because then we will get the sliver, the money that's in the value of the shadow of a penny. The next 16 people that subscribe will get the satisfaction of having subscribed. Oh, I got an idea. 16 people. The next 16 people that fucking subscribe will know that you were the ones that made a fucking difference. And in, in about six months, if right. we keep it going and we have a little bit of fundage, right. Phil's going to call up some of the people that he's kept in his back pocket. We have a number of people that we may have to spend a nickel to go interview. There are a few people that to make it truly a special experience, we want to either go where they are or have them come to where we are. Right. So that means we might have to buy an air ticket, airplane ticket. They're going to sleep in my fucking basement, though. Don't get fucking <laughs> idea for a second. They're going to be sleeping in a nice place. No. No, we're going to put them down in the dungeon with the shackles and the ball gates. They if they want. Yeah, there you go. Well, I think that nice. might be a condition. You have yeah. to. I guarantee there's more plywood. Think, there's more wood paneling in J-Town than there is in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yeah, we might have to my force My shipping container's free. <laughs> reasonable. Very reasonable. So please yeah. subscribe. Yeah, so please I will let you out once yeah. a day to pee. Yeah. So so me and, me and Steve were talking about this before <laughs> you brought it up. Or no, it was it Steve. I don't know, one of us. We were talking about Mid-Ohio and yeah. John being, because we're talking about all these accommodations and stuff, right? And so there were these girls, these attractive girls that kept coming to the porta potties by where J-Town oh, was yeah. right, right. situated down at Mid-Ohio. Again, we chose, we got there early, the we got spot. our spots, we got a hot spot <laughs> right by the porta potties. But, but John was like at like 1130 in the morning. Hey, girls, would you like a cocktail? <laughs> and he didn't understand why they weren't bushy-eyed and bright-tailed to come over and get one. Right, right, right. Meanwhile, yeah. you have all of us with, like, our tongues hanging oh, out, yeah, stains yeah, right. on our shirts. Yep. The I rape mobile the sitting right next to, like, hey, <laughs> there's, definitely, there's definitely no <laughs> roofies in these I knew most of them by name, dude. Right, that's true. Right. <laughs> right. He, I was like, this hey, wasn't, come get a mudslide. He wasn't coming out of cold. No, no. No, but if right. you saw their faces, they were like, thanks. <laughs> but I, what, what, you, what you didn't see is when they walked away and they finally took a little sip of that beautiful drink that mm-hmm. was... Like a tiki drink that yeah. had, was made with like all delicious fruit juices and a little bit it of It had rum. love in it. And it would like probably be like, God damn, thank you. I, this brought me back to life. I mean, like, I have had the occasion more than once in my life where I Sodium pentothal. We <laughs> <laughs> wonder was talking about being roofied yeah. the night before. She did, she did suggest that the night before she had been roofied. Which is hilarious. No, because, right. shit, like one other time in her life. Oh, it was okay. I thought that was the night before. Times yeah. she had, right. more than one time she had been roofied. But she kept said, going back, right? <laughs> she kept going back to the well. I think she's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, though, I think whoever I was talking to before said that you need to step up your game and take a sip of the drink before oh, yeah, you yeah. hand it out. You're like, look, hey, I you made you this. If right. you don't trust me, dump it the fuck out. Dump it the fuck out, absolutely. Uh, many times I have woken up to John standing there in front of me with a beverage going, how you doing, Phil? But you and know, I've been I like, oh, thank you, John. Thank you so much. But if any of our yeah. Patreon listeners would like to donate a uh, a daiquiri whacker, a daiquiri whacker, yes, a daiquiri whacker, that would be awesome. Yeah, a daiquiri whacker. That would be uh, that would be a move. A daiquiri, a daiquiri whacker. whacker. Yeah, the uh, that's a two-stroke powered blender, 
It, it is a two-stroke power blender for reels for reels. Um, I'm we, on it. We have gotten a few. <laughs> we have, and honestly, we shouldn't have to buy a daiquiri whacker. We should just fucking put a fucking blender coming off the yeah, side shaft of some started, bike we already own. I already started looking at like yeah. buying a blender, buying a weed whacker. You want a weed right. whacker that has the clutch. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, you know, it's not right. a, just a straight yeah. drive, right? Yeah. Got to lean into it. Nah, Get a four stroke a one. Twin Come on. motor. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we did. Uh, I did have to celebrate because we do have somehow, as a result of Mid Ohio, and apparently nine thousand people who are our listeners that I wasn't aware of before found us at Mid-Ohio. It was insane. It was insane. It was crazy fucking insane, but it really happened. It was a little bit of celebrity. It was a bit yeah. of celebrity, and what was funny, though, was we did get, like, we picked up nine new Patreons. So we have nine new Patreon supporters as a result of what happened at Mid-Ohio. Big hand for the Patreon. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm completely convinced they're all just stolen misfits. Well, no, I had a work at it. I had a work at it. My arms were tired. My jaws hurt. Yeah, like, yeah. It was a very I think what happened. You had to shave your teeth in the morning. I did. It was terrible. I'm pretty sure what happened is all the misfit lovers, all the misfit lovers showed up at Mid-Ohio and Emma wasn't there. And when they realized yeah. we were right most of the time. And then they realized <laughs> Cleveland Mona was actually right all the time anyway. So they took their, their Patreon money away from the misfits and gave it to us yeah <laughs> sweet sweet so surrender. hey if yes. you're a misfits fan right and you haven't watched motor stories of uncle phil the yeah. last two episodes are amazingly misfits they are full of misfits yeah. uh yeah. we spend a lot of time with uncle liza Ooh. and we get some great <laughs> stories <laughs> and it just never stops being and funny tom, don't forget about and moto oh, Tom again heinkel tom or uh bagel depending on when you met him uh, he's one of my favorite people, and I I know that if you've met me, you've known I I love me, I love me some Tom Donahue, right? Mm -hmm. yep. I Good do dude. love me some Tom Donahue. There are a few people in the world that I feel like I can never do enough for that guy um, because he's a good human being. How did he do on the cannonball? He, he killed did it. Fucking great. The dude pulled off something nobody's ever pulled off on a Vespa before, and that is he did the saddle sore one thousand and a bun burner as a combined package deal. So he did the so, Bun Burner 2000. So he did 48 hours. Um, so he managed to knock out, well, I'm sorry, it was 3,000 or 2,000 miles inside of uh, the the 48-hour period. Right. And then rode home, too, because he didn't get to celebrate by being like jumping an airplane. No, he fucking rode home. So that's just so cool. And the cool part about him, though, like you talk to some of these other guys that are like saddle sore guys or Bun yeah. Burner guys. And they're kind of arrogant, and they're in your face about yeah. all their riding and right. stuff. Tom's just like, oh, yeah, I did it. Why'd you do it? I wanted to. He just like, loves just, riding. Yeah, so. yeah, like I said, he's ridden in 49 of the 50 states. And he got that 49th one the hard way. He rode the Alcan on a Vespa. So he didn't fly to Alaska and rent a bike and ride a bike around Alaska that he'd rented. The mother, the dude, rode a Vespa to Alaska. And that's everything. Well, I mean, yeah, and you want to hear about all this, go yeah. watch the thing. Watch it's, our it's motor It's great. It's really because good. Because having Bagel, getting to sit down with Bagel and being able to have a, a, a half an hour with him. Mm -hmm. Of course, in the serene confines of AMA Vintage Days, where the audio is just perfect, where there's no distractions going on in the shot. Right. I mean, like, we're having a conversation and nine drinks are being made through us. <laughs> it's like... It's like we're, we're, we're talking about something that literally nearly cost Tom his life right. traveling cross country on a Vespa. And I believe Oscar's like, 
tapping out a cigarette and lighting a smoke across. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, you know you're at Mid-Ohio. That is completely well, we Mid-Ohio. Brought, we definitely brought the, like, I was I was really going to even lessen the noise and stuff in the background. Yep. But I didn't no. because that was Mid-Ohio. It's Mid-Ohio. Like, there's fucking motorcycles driving by. It's like, absolutely Mid-Ohio. And when we were talking to Kevin Combs and we were talking to his son, because his son, legit, these last few ep- the episodes that Steve pulled out of Mid Ohio are some of my favorite Moto Stories yeah, episodes. It's legit because it's yeah. like we just happened to film what was happening anyways. Right, right. We do have to get one with Kurt Edwards though. Yeah. I think that we, yeah. I think we need to have a. Well, he was right there. I can't believe yeah. we just didn't get him talking. We, we got to grab a Kurt Edwards. We got to do a Jackie Van Ham. Yeah, there are a few people that we have to. And did you see her at all during the? No, whole... no, I did not. I think she was on the corporate end of. Everything. She was on the. She was on the. The cool people side of Mid Ohio, and we yeah. were on the we were on the fuck you were drinking side of Mid Ohio. Yeah, like yeah. we were straight up on the reprobate island of Mid Ohio. <laughs> we are. I mean, I know people that go to Mid Ohio and just like, yeah, you're over there. What do you mean? Yeah, we're how we didn't we didn't see you. Yeah, you're on the bad side of town. Also, one of the new um, like one of my favorite people from Mid Ohio now is Dan's buddy. Uh, Harley Bob. Harley Bob. So Harley oh, Bob yeah. was fucking awesome. Oh. But the best part was he was so goddamn honest. Yeah. People are like, so you in this? He's like, I don't even like little motorcycles. I just came to drink and hang out. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. All right. This guy's awesome. Harley Bob is every single person. Every single person was like, who is that guy? I'm yeah. like, That's one of Dan's friends. What a fucking mensch. Super like cool everybody guy. just loved Dude, Harley so Bob. many times during that week, I'd be like, well, I'm just going to stop and say hi to Harley Bob and Dan. Then six hours later and nine joints or something later, I'm still there and I'm like, fuck, I didn't do what I was going to do at all, but I'm totally <laughs> happy about it, so it's yeah. fine. I could it probably get him on the podcast. Oh, oh I don't yeah, think that would be yeah. too much of a challenge. He seems to be kind of a guy who's like, oh, we're going to sit around and bullshit? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I go on at seven. <laughs> he's, got, yeah. he's got stories, man. He was talking about the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Yeah. That dude hoovered Schneef off fucking everything. Hoovered <laughs> 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 Oh, shit. Oh, man, on that. Ride fast and take chances. Start the red button. Start the red button. <laughs> <laughs>